What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 44 of the No Mercy podcast. I'm going to make this intro quick. This is the Christmas edition. We kept it light. We kept it fluffy. We kept it fun. We had Uncle Danny on. We had a good time. But I want to do this quick promo for you guys at 4deepbets.com. 4, the number 4deepbets.com. We have a huge community growing over there. We have a special holiday bonus for any of you that have been coming on that are looking to check out what we're doing over there. We have a promo code for the holidays. It's HOLIDAY20. So any of the packages on the website, the packages are as low as 37 bucks for a week, and you could buy up to the whole year. Uh, HOLIDAY20 will get you 20% off anything on the site. So you could literally come check it out for a week for, what, 30 bucks or something like that. Uh, well worth your time and effort. We have developed a lot of beginner courses over there right now. So for those of you that are brand new to gambling, don't know what the hell you're doing, don't even know anything about sports, there's about 20 people in there, about 15 girls in there who we're doing sessions for before the big games, before all the NFL games and the big nights, where we're walking them through exactly how to put the bets in, what they're rooting for, and then they're in the chat. I mean, the progress I've seen from the people over there is absolutely insane. You see people in there who were betting 50 cents a dollar a game a week ago and didn't know what a parlay was. Now, a week and a half later, these girls are in the chat going, hey, do I do a seven-point teaser or a six-point teaser? And it's just, it's unbelievable. So even if you're new to gambling, get over there and check it out. And for those of you that are already subscribers, do not buy anything, okay? Do not upgrade, do not do anything. We have a special, bigger, much bigger offer going out for our current subscribers. So any of you who are currently subscribed, you will receive an email. I'll let you guys know in the Discord. I'll let you know in the chat how to get access to it. We're doing a huge promotion for you guys. You're going to get taken care of. We appreciate you guys from being with us from the beginning, making money together, talking shit together, drinking together. So uh, those of you that are already subscribed to 4deepbets.com, we have a big promotion going for you guys. I will let you know in the chat room. So uh, do not use Holiday 20. You will have a different code. But anyone who's new who wants to check it out, there's the Holiday 20 code, 20% off. Uh, get in here and start crushing. We got college basketball coming up. It's college football bowl season. NFL is in full effect. We have everything from tennis to UFC to golf. You name it, we cover all of it. Uh, and we're in there in the voice chats, walking you guys through everything, screaming, throwing remotes, doing all of it. So that's the quick promo before the show. Let's get to the show. Uncle Danny pops in around the middle to end of the show. Me and Bob do some stuff, uh, basically lighting each other on fire. So uh, let us know what you think. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you guys. We do a nice warm Christmas message to you guys at the end of the podcast, so I won't lead with it. But I do appreciate you guys. Love you guys. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, or whatever other holiday you guys are celebrating. And uh, without further ado, here's the new intro song to the No Mercy podcast just for this week, the holiday edition. So hit it, Bobby. Tommy's making a drink, he's stirring it twice. He's four drinks deep on Jameson with ice. Cause no mercy is coming to town. With Bobby who sings, he talks and he plays. He's telling us space is faking his gay. Cause no mercy is coming to town. We give you entertainment. We red pill all the sheep The party's only just begin Cause we're all now four drinks deep Well, you better tune in You better subscribe And 
Michelle Obama's really a guy Cause no mercy is coming to town Let's get weird What up? Let's get weird It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 44 of the No Mercy podcast That intro song was by the one, the only, Sideshow, Nerd Show, Bob's Lessons. Bobby, well done on the holiday festivist Christmas song for the No Mercy podcast. Oh, thank you. First, I do want to say Merry Christmas to you and the uh, No Mercy family. I hope you enjoyed that song. I wanted to keep it in the spirit of the uh, style of our uh our, our original theme song, so I hope that uh, did it justice. But it did. It I, did. Yeah. It did. It, what were you gonna say? No, what I, what I want to say is like it seems like I'm single-handedly saving this podcast one episode at a time, <laughs> whether it's through songs or shorts or just you know just overall quality content. I listened to the last episode and I was amazing. And, <laughs> and so no, I was reminded me of this. I was watching you know that old creepy claymation version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, mm-hmm. It remind like I'm the fucking Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer of this podcast, if you think about it, right? Taking my bright nose and leading mm-hmm. us, guiding the sleigh. You're the you're the overweight Santa that's just sitting oh, back enjoying okay. all the luxuries of the cookies. Mm. I'm doing all the hard labor, pushing this sleigh, delivering podcasts to the people that want it. And so it brings up a really interesting topic because we do have something coming up at the end of the year, which is co-host of the year. And so since right. Kurt is currently on a hiatus. If you circle back a year ago, I was on a hiatus when Kurt just decided to slide the vote in for co-host of the year. Do you remember that? I was on my week hiatus. I, I do. I do. I also like how you're running through the fact and think I'm just going to totally let go the beginning of you just saying how you're Rudolph and I'm Fat Santa. <laughs> and now we're going to dovetail talking about something else. Like that's not going to be addressed right now. So I'll let you finish. But just know we are, we are circling right the fuck back to what you just said. Once you're I actually done. thought so it was a perfect finish. analogy. Yeah, I actually <laughs> took notes here to make sure. Like okay. circle back. I wrote in all caps. So so go on, Rudolph. Continue with part your thing of our about airing of grievances, I feel. Yeah, oh yeah, Festivus is upon us right at the start of the podcast. So <laughs> uh, no, go, go, finish, finish, Rudolph. Like lead us to the promised well, land. This is good because I think you'll actually like this. Because part of the grievances is airing grievances on Kurt, since he's currently not here. Now, if you guys do remember, for those of you who are long listeners, last year Kurt decided to slide the the co-host of the year, which we do every year, which is mm-hmm. a poll to determine who the best co-host is. He decided to do it on the week where I shut down my Twitter. I couldn't mm-hmm. retweet. I couldn't reach out to any of my fans. He also had access to the backdoor entry of every single account. Okay. Guess who has access to all that information now? You do. I do. You do. So it's on now. We're going to do okay. this vote. I'm going to put Kurt. And I'm even going to do it exactly like how he does. You know how like in the options, he makes it seem like he's a lot better than everybody else? Right, right. Yeah, like, yes. Like, you know, vote for Beta Bob, like Kurt the Goat, or, yeah, exactly. Fluoride Kurt. Yeah. (laughs) Danny has to be on the list now, so you're in trouble. I'm worried about that. I really am. You should be worried about that. You should also be worried about the five notes I just took about what you just said. (laughs) So this will be a holiday-themed No Mercy podcast. Um, I am not a Seinfeld guy, but it seems like everyone else in the world is. So I was forced Mm -hmm. to go watch multiple episodes of Seinfeld on Festivus, which uh, Bobby wants to theme 
uh, the podcast. So we're not going to go too deep into tons of hard-hitting information and stuff. It's it's Christmas, right? right. And this is the holiday season. And we want to have a little fun. We'll bring Uncle Danny on. Uh, we're we're going to keep it a little lighter today uh, just because this is what you should be doing this week. Take this time. Spend it with your family. Take your time off all the political nonsense. We'll talk about some of it. But uh, we'll have some fun on here, too. Dan, Bobby made a song, actually, about yes. Danny. Uh, yes. da- actually, no. Bobby didn't make a song. Uncle Danny recorded yes, a Uncle Christmas Danny song. recorded a Christmas song. Yes, you're correct. Right, right. And, uh, and so we'll be playing that shortly. Uh, yes. I'm currently sweating a bowl game right now, which I will have half my attention on that. Please, please watch that the entire... I really want to hear you just randomly shout obscenities. Should I act like... Dude, I almost, I almost scared my cleaning lady to death the other day. Because she was in here <clears throat> when the bowl game was on, and I was trying to like be a human being, but I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And she, like, I was like, fuh, fuh, fuh. and she's just looking over, like, oh my god, like just cleaning as fast as she could. So, is Mr. Um, so Tommy I, going to hit me? <laughs> Mr. Tommy. I don't know why she has an accent. Yeah. I, why would she call me Mr. Tommy? Kind of I don't know. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. so racist. So I want to circle yeah. back to two things you said there. So okay. with the co-host of the year. Um, yes. You said that you couldn't retweet. So Bobby acted Uh, like he was in the hospital during that period of time. No, that was one of my Festivus uh, comments, which I will be making, where mm -hmm. Bobby decided he just wanted to take two weeks off Twitter. So he just beta Bob showed up and he just decided Mm -hmm. to shut down for a couple weeks during that period of time. So no, Bob, you could have tweeted Um, You were not held hostage in an ISIS chamber. I was actually texting you, telling you to tweet and to get active and that you will regret this for the whole year of 2020. But you were in your little beta tantrum phase. So uh, you didn't. And I was right. My my semi-annual holdout phase, you know, like like hold out for a new contract phase. Right. I think semi-annual is a little generous. I think it's about every (laughs) six weeks, but but that's fine. You're you're, you're in week four of being good so probably uh january 15th yeah january 15th i would expect uh you to start pulling down meme vaults and stuff like that which we'll talk about in a minute so one you could so so no not much sympathy for bobby there i was very disappointed in him. and yeah. let's circle back to the rudolph comment here so yes how are you rudolph well like many I, if anything you're you're to give you a real analogy like i could say you're like charlie in the box or something like that but I mean, you're definitely uh, Hermie the Misfit exactly Elf. How, I'll tell you exactly how. I'll tell you Misfit Elf. Or the I'll head exactly elf. You're one of the elves, for oh sure. See, this is why I'm Rudolph, because in the movie, if you watch it, Santa doesn't respect the talents of Rudolph. So you know what he has to do? He has to what? go out on his own in the snow with the abominable snowman and find himself, find his true power and his meaning, right? And then once he does that, he comes back to the village, a.k.a. No Mercy Four Deep, and shows... It shows the people what he's capable of. And at that time, uh, I think it was Donner was gone looking for Rudolph, right? And so Rudolph comes back and they need an extra reindeer. And they're trying to hide his nose, a.k.a. his potential, right? His potential and make his nose black. But realistically, Mm -hmm. he had a red nose. And you can't hide potential. You have to let the talent soar. So then they realize that red nose, since the storm came in, is the only way Santa's going to be able to deliver presents. So Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? I am guiding the sleigh, a.k.a. No, the podcast no, and the company. No, you're not. All the people in the podcast is the presence. Each download <laughs> no, is a present that's no, delivered to no, somebody. No, I am Rudolph. 
It is very what? clear that I was stuck in the sports world wanting to entertain and wanting to talk conspiracy and wanting to, you know, just just while out and start Wait, my own Festivus company. <laughs> yes, Festivus, this whole episode is Festivus okay. now. So, so yes, right. and we'll explain what that is in a minute for the seven sure. people that don't know, me being one of them. So, no, Bob, I am the one who decided to shed my old nose and my black nose and my old companies and everything and fly like a fucking eagle through the sky with the assistance of Bobby the Misfit Elf who was in the room packing all the presents and doing all the little stuff like songs and memes to allow me and my four deep company, which is behind me, to fly and soar through the sky. So I think I am Santa no. and Rudolph. And you are the uh, Hermie, the misfit elf. <laughs> Danny is Charlie in the box. <laughs> Dude, you guys need to pull up. Just go to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer characters while you're listening to this. I probably should have told you before yeah. so that you could see the images. And the elf even looks like you. It looks like you as a child. <laughs> This big round fucking head. Is that the one that with wants the... to become a dentist. Or something? Yeah, yeah. I'm a dentist. That's that's I that's you. Oh my god! I made a cool fairy. song. I'm a singer. Like, yeah, that's you. I'm a music producer. Well, I should be in school. I should be in school right now. Oh man, that's so funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe I'm both. Because here, here's what no, you are. Know. You're stand No, up. definitely not Rudolph. Rudolph doesn't quit on everybody fucking every six weeks, Bob. Okay. So here's what you are. You're Santa and the abominable sm snowman. Because <laughs> you're, you're the bringer of Christmas, but you're also the destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are both. That actually is a bet. Like, that's fine. That is, I mean, I don't like that I'm big round things all the time. Like, I'm actually down 15 pounds. From a, a pretty good-looking forty-one-year-old physique, so yeah. uh, so I I don't love the the fat connotation that you keep throwing in here as me being big round skinny objects, fat. skinny fat. Yeah, skinny. You literally fat. just talked about uh, salad dressing on your on your pizza for four hours in the uh, sports chat on Saturday. You guys, I mean, uh, I I think we should touch on that. I would love to. Uh, it's, I actually it's agree tough. with you. It's tough to touch on it with you, though, because you agree with me, right? So we were yeah. in the, uh, for those that don't know, we've moved back to Discord now, uh, off Gilded, uh, for now. So we're, we're there now. Who knows where we'll be next time? But you guys can go to the number four deep.com and you could always get whatever our new chat room is. So we do live shows in there. And this was taking place in the sports show, uh, the four deep bets. And what I did, and it's annoying because it's not as funny because Bill... Bill is the one who just shits on me all fucking day in the sports room. So I know a lot of people don't see it as much here. People shitting on me as much. And that's only because Bobby, Kurt are very weak. So, <laughs> you know, I run right through them. But uh, right. Bill is very strong. So Bill mm -hmm. can actually combat me on like Beta Bob and uh, and and faking gay Kurt. Who, who knows where the fuck he is right now. So. Yeah. In there, well, I basically Kurt, said, the only real quick. Kurt and I choose battles worth fighting. That's the biggest right. Difference. And a battle versus fucking a Goliath is not worth <laughs> That's fighting. Not what I meant. That's not yeah, what I meant. exactly. I agree with you, Bob. I'm glad we. I'm glad we came to a mutual conclusion on that. That fighting something so superior to you that you have no chance of winning is a battle not worth fighting. Yes. And I walked into that. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. I walked. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Uh, sure. Yes. 
Oh, okay. See? Good. No, no, we're on the same page. Perfect. Disagree. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did. Move on. Just agree to disagree. I just saved so, everybody um, five so, minutes by agreeing, by the way. <laughs> you did. And by the way, one of the festivist grievances, we should just we should just <laughs> yes. explain this now. On the podcast yeah. was do you want to say it, Bob? I think you know which one I'm talking about. Oh, the one where it says we talk about too much bullshit for half an hour? Yeah, that, that one. one. And fuck you guys. That's my first festivist grievous. Fuck those of you that think I'm going to change the structure of the podcast to fit you. That's yeah. number one. Here comes the abominable snowman at your ass right now. <laughs> exactly. The, that's my favorite. Like, can you guys stop with the bullshit in the first 30 minutes when you drop three-hour podcasts and it's two and a half hours of real shit? No. How about yeah. no, nerd? Yeah. You fucking nerd. No. How about that? Go. There's fucking 6,000 boring fucking conspiracy and political podcasts you can go listen to. Go, go put own on, nerd. No. That's so yeah. funny. I mean, do you want to just, for those of you that don't know what Festivus is, do you want me to describe it real quick and then we'll get yes. into everything, including the pizza and shit, which we'll yes. dump and, and back and shit that people... By the way, we should... We should talk about another Festivus comment about us being all over the place. Do you have that one? Yes. Well, well this is perfect. These are all okay. actually, they're working seamlessly right now. Yes, um, the, that one was true. Yeah. So those of you that don't know what Festivus is, and I want to put a disclaimer out there that we are not um, saying celebrate this in replacement of Christmas. We aren't part of a PSYOP trying to destroy Christmas. We want <laughs> you to celebrate Christmas with your family. This uh, Festivus came through Seinfeld, and um, it was a, a very famous episode in which George Costanza and the Costanza family, uh, they found, they, uh, Kramer and, and Seinfeld, everybody found out that the Costanza family celebrates this really weird holiday called Festivus in lieu of Christmas. So um, George Costanza's dad was talking about how um, he went to go get, I believe, his granddaughter, his daughter, a, a, a doll one time at a store. And another man came and was trying to get the same doll and they ended up getting into a fight over it. And so they were saying we need to celebrate something else other than the consumerism side of Christmas. So they came up with this holiday called Festivus where they gather and they air one of the uh, customs is that they air grievances. And so they basically just mm -hmm. talk shit about each other to air grievances so that it doesn't go into the new year. Um, but a Christmas tree is replaced by a pole sitting on the ground and you don't share mm -hmm. gifts. So you can look into it as, as much as you want as far as like the predictive programming, you know, destroying Christmas is what we talk about. But from just a fun standpoint, it's a really good way a couple days before Christmas to like hang out with your friends. We did this in college where we went out to dinner and we, we celebrated Festivus and we literally just railed on each other, which got heated at times because when you combine <laughs> this with free boxed wine from Silk Road in New York City, oh and uh, it, it sometimes it gets really heated. So the whole purpose is to air your grievances out now so that way the holidays are better, the New Year's are better, and you don't have it all pent in. So that being said, circled back around, I put a tweet out earlier today saying, air your grievances about the No Mercy podcast and No Mercy crew, and our plan is to read all the grievances uh, today on air. Well, I don't think we can read all of them, but we will read we will read the ones that were good, and I'll good slick, stick through them. Right. Do you have the one that the person said about being all over the place? Do you have that available? Yeah, I'll have to... Um, not readily, but I can, yeah, I can look it up. Well, I'm I mean, stopping in a stall for you right now, <laughs> but why don't you go find it and pretend like you've been on radio before and know what I'm doing okay. here. So, <laughs> all right. so, so basically that's what we're going to be doing all show. I'm very excited to rail on Bobby all show. So we will be killing mm -hmm. each other. Uh, we will be killing Kurt also, 
who decided, um, you know, there's a lot going on right now in his life, Mr. Fucking Transurfer. So my first Festivus will be with Kurt for being the god and guru of Transurfing, yet consistently needing breaks from Tommy G. So if he was that good at Transurfing, I don't think he would need breaks because he refers to me as one of his children. And he groups you into that too, Bob, that when he gets very busy and the holiday season, he's very busy at work, a lot's going on, and we are stressed to him. That's what that's what Kurt feels. So he needs some time off from us at that time. So I think Kurt should man up and get back on. Well, it seems like the transurfing is working really well if he needs time off from us. Yeah. Yeah. So fake transurfer. Isn't that the whole like, here's the whole point of me getting centered is so that I can deal with people like you. Right. I think I think he needs a new method. Same for me. You know, I get centered to deal with people like you. So that's that's uh, that's mutual for all of us here. So that's good. The uh, the Here's salad dressing. Thing. It says, uh, oh, I go. It you said, got it. Yeah. It said you spend the. Uh, this is from O R Orca's Revenge. It says you spend the first thirty minutes of every podcast fighting, talking about getting stone drunk, arguing that space is fake and gay, or talking about Discord dating. <laughs> I mean, so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Is that a grievance? I'm confused. I mean, is that a- yeah, I think that's just a statement. I think it's just a fact. Like, that's pretty <laughs> much what we do. The only thing I think is wrong in it is sometimes it's like an hour. But yeah, but yeah I mean, yeah. that's pretty accurate. I have to say that. Find the one where the dude said it's all over the place, but blah, blah, blah. Because I feel like we've just done exactly what he said. Yeah. He literally made a comment about this thing being completely all over the place with no structure. And that's pretty much what you're witnessing right now there is literally all right no so that being said let's go completely off the rails and you can talk about your uh pizza story while i look that up okay and this will hit another festivus from there about how i constantly want to talk about myself so that's Bingo. good too so what happened the other day was i was i went to the uh the stop and shop right and i don't like going to grocery stores i don't go to grocery stores during covid because i refuse to wear a mask like literally dead refuse i won't go in and i've actually filmed myself and then time lapsed it and fast forwarded it so it was like brrr, full 9 minute trips into the stop and shop that i've sent to multiple people who could verify this and i have a whole system about it so i go in there i fucking you know don't have the mask on there's always the girl at the front it's like excuse me could you put your mask on and then i'm like yeah yeah, yeah i got it right here and i wave it and then I just keep walking and I put it in my pocket and I intentionally like dip down aisles that like have no people in them. And I just like supermarket sweep, just shovel everything into the cart. And then I go to the self checkout. So I hide in the corner. There's a corner self checkout where no one could see you really. And then I just go in there. I do my thing and I get out. So it's a process for me and I don't like it. And it's fucking I don't even like being outside right now. Like I'm calling me a hermit. So I went there and I found this beautiful dressing. It was called I think it was Marie's creamy Italian and garlic or something, right? Mm, it's never seen it before. Yeah, it was delicious. And it's small, Bob. So I bought a mm-hmm. few frozen pizzas, I believe four to be exact. And I had two small salad dressings. Actually, that's and important. The number of pizzas is very important. It is, it is important, right. There was yeah. four pizzas, four frozen pizzas, and two small salad dressings, right? Mm-hmm. So I planned it out, Bob, that I'm going to eat these pizzas and these salad dressings are just for these pizzas. That's it. They're for nothing else. So, I mean, maybe I'll dip something else in it, but that was their core focus. So I went and I heated up the pizza and I was pouring out the salad dressing. It's got a big wide mouth lid. So when I poured it out, the whole fucking thing of salad dressing fell on the plate, right? So I said, ah, that sucks. So I dipped my pizza in it. I ate my fucking, uh, it wasn't DiGiorno's, but something like that. And then I scooped the salad dressing back into the little fucking thing. I topped it off and I put it back in the fridge. And this Mm. turned into a fucking... It was three hour 
there's like games going on and you guys have money on the line and you didn't even you didn't even cut to like the oh we just cashed you know uh, you know yeah, everybody no. just fucking no. cashed this pick you guys were deep into this debate three hour fight war about how yeah. i'm a piece of garbage slob because i scooped dressing and how i'm broke and i'm poor and i'm cheap and all this kind of shit so uh bob if you could if you could post some sort of tweet at some point today i want to see the twitter response to if you think that's disgusting they started saying well there's pieces of pepperoni that are probably well first of all it's my salad dressing i'm gonna eat another pizza tomorrow so what the right. fuck do i care and 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 that was a whole big thing that we went on uh i'm realizing as i'm telling it it's not going to be as interesting as it was on, well here's on here's two imp important components to the story that like under normal circumstances i think you know get overlooked one is um I look at dressing, salad dressing, whether you prefer ranch or whatever, as a as a as a, a much higher killers. commodity than right. like a ketchup or a mustard. Yes, right? yeah, because you can get ketchup across the street at the Seven Eleven. I can't get, you know, Marie's uh, creamy Italian and garlic dressing there. I'd have to go back to the Stop and Shop, back to fucking fight the mass Nazis. It's a whole process. So. People are underestimating what hermits do. And like it has nothing to do with money. It has more to do with convenience and not leaving your home. So you've allocated a half a ranch per pizza with four pizzas. That means you need two bottles for four pizzas so you don't leave the house. That's important. Mm -hmm. yes. The other thing is that like when I order wings, right, or something, and I dip my wings in, in ranch or blue cheese and there's some left, there is remnants of wings in my saliva in there. But I know I'm... A, going to be dipping that in wings tomorrow, and two, I'm the only one that's going to be using it. I'm not going right. to be Right, I'm not going to, like, give it to guests. Yeah, like, it's mine. Like, and there's no guests here. I don't fucking see humans. Right, and I think that's the two, I think those are the two things that they didn't understand. Like, he was, I think Bill was saying, why don't, why didn't you put, like, saran wrap over it or something? He was, I don't really I mean, see the difference in that. He was he just was, killing He was more me. interested in the fact that it changed vessels. That it right, went from a That bottle. was the big thing. That I scooped <laughs> it back in. And then they started saying if I had a ketchup packet and I only had half of it, that I would save the other half of the ketchup packet. And it was just a screaming match at the top of our lungs for hours. So um, right. tell us what you guys think as far as if you did spill all your sauce, all your Italian dressing onto the plate and then you dipped your pizza in it if you would scoop it back in or if you would just say, oh, well, that's done and just keep it moving. So uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. So where do you want to start this thing, Bob? Well, I found a couple of the comments that um, you were alluding to. Let me pull them mm -hmm. up because there was actually this, a, a good reply on that. Um, so one of them says, uh, one of the grievances, it seems sporadic when you guys do the podcast and it seems to wander at times. But hey, if you're four drinks deep, I guess I understand. So they kind of understand, but they're saying that we wander and we do the podcast sporadic. Now, let I me mean, come back. Probably because we do no I am show now the prep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. That, too. that, yeah, that, that does help. But then this other guy replies to him, uh, and I'll give Josh credit. So it says, it doesn't matter. I'm going to listen whether you have. Uh, quote unquote Kurt the bod every week or whoever the guest is I'll listen with or without the bod I'll listen if you hit on or a few topics or stick to political stuff it doesn't matter to me if you're organized or stay on topic just fucking do it so props to that guy I like that and then guy another guy replies he says Tommy talks about himself too much and it takes away from the show <laughs> well I think you're skipping the two the top two that came up on my list that says Tommy doesn't talk enough and then the next <laughs> one there isn't enough Tommy on the show 
Okay, all right. Well, so I guess it depends on which list you're looking at. So if you want to know which ones those are, they're the only two comments I replied to. So you should be able to just go through my my likes and and replies uh, on there. So, yes, I think those were the most... Those are the most accurate, I would say, that there does need to be more me. Um, let's see. Kurt disappeared faster than COVID during the BLM protest. That's Jay from our <laughs> Discord. She's from London. I think that was one of my favorites. That actually got the most traction, I believe, too. Kurt disappeared faster than COVID during the BLM protest. That's a good one. Yeah, somebody's got good traction. Uh, can the bod get his own show? <laughs> okay, like- No. No, maybe that that's what he's doing. Likes. What is going yeah. on? Does he still have access to multiple accounts? He's got burners everywhere. Um, Tommy G is clearly controlled opposition. Hyden like Biden need Bobby G to have more control. So Rudolph, they obviously feel like you are not Rudolph and you are just a helper elf. Well, let me throw it back at you. Where is the bod and the consistency? We've been hearing about steady Wednesday podcast for months. Hopefully Bobby has got it under control now. And I would say three in a row means that it's trending upward. Yeah, and I should be thanked for that because <laughs> that's me. Okay. Because I right. could totally derail this whole thing at any time, but I have been a great leader like Rudolph, and I have been willing to uh, to take the advice of the listeners, not you, and make mm. sure we get this out every Wednesday. I think we what we found realistically, Bob, this is actually isn't about me or you. It's yeah. about the fact that when we eliminate the bod, shit gets done on time. Well, that goes back to the co-host of the year. Is is the bod the real issue? And um, if you think about it, if you once again, I always say this, go look to who he's following. Nobody. He does not right. care about the people. He doesn't care he about hates the, people. the people. He hates the people. So you have to he think about the all people. these things. Now, I do yeah. want to go to my favorite comment, which mm-hmm. is, and I'm even going to say, at uh, Ham Blizzard. I'm even going to give your handle a, a thank you. In Probably because it's complimentary it. to you. So you're incur you're programming people that if you say nice things about me, I will give your handle and then say it on the podcast. I know what you're doing. Well, you say programming. I say encouraging. Okay, um, I'll say MK Ultraing. Okay. At Bob's Lessons would have scored with the perfect 10 model on Shipmates the first night. <laughs> no chance. Beta Bob, he ain't fucking, dude, he's, he'd have been cucked up. Oh, She'd have walked man. right through him. Uh, no chance. No chance. Kurt shall be referred to as Kurt the Cuck. Only way to break it is if he either stops making his kids retarded with fluoride or he lets Tommy G curb stomp him. That's from uh, <laughs> at tin underscore can 1776. A big fan of you, bro. Okay, what about this one? I don't know uh, how, let's say, I don't know how to there was any room for the bod in their childhood home. Tommy's ego takes up the whole damn house. Blocked. (laughs) Insta-blocked. Not a grievance, but a special Christmas request. I need more of Tommy's Greta Thunberg impression. Pretty please. Actually, we did Greta Thunberg at the beginning. Isn't that weird? That what is so weird. I didn't even like see that one. Manifesting things into existence. I, that, that's the first time I've done Greta in a while, too. Speaking of manifesting things into existence, and I don't want to dovetail off these comments, but we do need to talk about the hippo at some point because we manifested okay. yes, we do. a person we do. literally dying. Uh, I should be episode. in school right now. You stole should, my childhood. I got to hear her I again. I haven't heard her I should be in Discord right now. I should be in Discord right now. There it is. Now I got it. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. That was good. Uh, Here's a good one. I should be watching football right now. (laughs) Uh, Fucking on this stupid podcast with this stupid jerk off talking stupid shit about my ego. 
Go on, Bobby. Uh, you guys are all great and know your shit, so keep rocking it. But we all know Tommy has a big dick. We're all happy for him, but he doesn't <laughs> need to bring it up five fucking times each show. P.S. <laughs> we need more bod. <laughs> Disagree blocked. <laughs> so, yeah, so let's see. That's it. That's it for right now. We'll come back to this yeah, in we can a little come back. bit. That was the fun. most I mean, inconsistent. Like, really in, hold on, this is one. The most inconsistent and accurate podcast I've ever followed. I think that's that's a great tweet. I think we've nailed so many things, and we are completely inconsistent, irresponsible, mm -hmm. and and all over the place. So that's that's a good one. I, there I like too. that one. That's actually that is a possible tagline going forward. Yeah. So I can't wait to get to the festivus. We're gonna have Danny on soon. Uh, so Danny will join us if he answers his phone. But, right, um, yeah. Did you want to talk about the hippo story first? Well, real quick, there's one more comment that I do want to get to, and this is mm -hmm. important. It got the most likes. Uh, the reply is still waiting for the Billie Eilish thread from Real Dan Danny Park. Oh, I love that I drag you motherfuckers with that thread. <laughs> I love it. Like, did that, did that get the most likes? Yes, it did. It, it got. Oh, the most I love likes it. Out of all I of love it. I love it. Why don't we start? Um, oh, I love it. Actually, you know what? Yeah. Let's go to the hippo story. Okay. Um, and, then, and then we'll go into some Festivus and then we'll get into some other stuff. So we were talking about Bob's documentary where he basically walked us through last episode, uh, the whole documentary, and then didn't tell us the name of it, where to find it, and never posted a link of it. And you right. were talking about like taming animals, wild animals, and them being able to be domesticated and they don't know their animals, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And then what happens the next day, Bob? Like it always. Well, does, so, yeah. So I did there's this whole thing about, you know, hippos and pet owners and how they basically tame these wild beasts like hippos. And in the whole metaphor was that the animals don't know their real power once they you know, it was an illusion of power. Once these animals realize their power, then they can overtake the owners. So like literally somebody tags me in this post like uh, Bob. And I was like, what? And so I look at the post and this is from like early last week. Man mauled to death by pet hippo, he described as, quote, like a son. Victims said he had, quote, a relationship <laughs> with the most dangerous animal in Africa. So, like, literally three days after I talk about uh, dangerous pet owners of hippos, the fucking pet, the hippo <laughs> owner dies. He gets mauled I mean, by the hippo. You, could, you couldn't time it any better. It's, <laughs> it's, and, and I feel like that's you a little bit, Bob. Oh, you know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm the pet owner. And uh -huh. you're like a dangerous hippo, right? Like you have this ability, which you do have, to make yeah. songs and do videos and shit like this. I might as well start my Festivus now. And you ha you have this skill set, which I do commend you for. Thank but you. at the same token, every time you start to realize, like you just did at the beginning of the show, that you do have any ability at all because you've spent your whole life in mine and Kurt's shadow, you tend to become this violent hippo and you lash out and I would appreciate it in 2021 if you just check yourself and stop being a fucking raging lunatic every time you realize you have a skill set and needing everyone to fucking suck your dick because you made a song. <laughs> okay. All right. Duly noted. Duly noted. Yeah. I like that. that? I, I actually that? don't have a comeback with that. I, I'll be honest with you. I think I need to work on that. I really <laughs> Would you like to festivus me? Would you have something for me? Uh, there's so many things I, I could say, like to start off. But the like the number one thing that I, I think of is you you have it has become an art form with you to steal other people's shit 
and then it just becomes yours. Like, example, even last uh-huh. night we were talking, and you're like, oh, yeah, I came up with this idea of a penalty box to put people who are misbehaving in a penalty box where they can't talk mm-hmm. to the chat for a while. Which Dude, I did. I literally said, Tommy, you should start a penalty box. Like, no. that kind of shit. But it's Disagree. amazing how even if, like, you'll take it, and then it just becomes yours, whether or not you know you're doing it or not. It's like the Carlos Mencia style shit, you know, like you're sitting in the back yeah. of the fucking club, so just I'm, waiting I'm, for I'm, people to I'm put a... some shit out. And then, uh-huh. boom. And then I steal fucking it. Carlos Mencia, and then you steal it. Yeah. Mm, what do you, okay. what do you um, call it? Disagree block. That's it. Disagree blocked. You're now blocked. I'm gonna mute you for the next of the podcast. The uh, I'm gonna call you Carlos Mangia. I think what happens more. <laughs> the uh, I think what happens more is that I have all these brilliant ideas, a lot of which don't get enacted because I have incompetent elves like Hermie B over here who mm-hmm. don't get anything done, and then like months later they subconsciously remember the beautiful ideas that I put in their head earlier and then enact them. And I'm like, wait, I said that first. So we'll agree to disagree, but we will agree that all the ideas are mine and none of them are yours. Now I will give you credit because I have tons of brilliant ideas myself. So Mm -hmm. in your your midst of brilliance, which I experience on an hourly basis, Mm -hmm. sometimes you forget there's actual like cognitive, you know, it's not like a cognitive dissonance or anything, but I forget what the term is called because comedians. Narcissism. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> they don't know they're taking content. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. like, like they may tell a joke and then realize they heard it on a special seven years ago and forgot, or it's just like a joke that like is commonly occurred. But when you steal a whole fucking like you know like nine minute diatribe and claim it as yours, that's a little bit different. You know, when you take a whole Bill Cosby ten minute rant and just you know make it about Mexicans, then you're Carlos Mencing that shit. Well, I mean, let me go to my next Festivus about you. Um, I think you need to be less beta going forward because had you, if you were more alpha, you'd have the balls to stand up and stand your ground and say, that's mine instead of letting me run right through you and air quotes, take your ideas and claim them as my own. So maybe if you, uh, you know, grew a bigger dick uh, like mine, Twitter guy who says I talk about it too much, um, then you wouldn't have that problem. So I think Bob needs, I think you need to be less beta in 2021 okay all right mm-hmm. you call beta i call you know just um like i beta. said choosing the correct battle soft all right. soy boy yeah, yeah. all that. right There's so that. my turn um your threads are overrated <laughs> they're not that good they're okay i mean like i enjoy them but there were a couple that I only got like halfway through and I was like, all right, I can tell he's running out of steam right now. Oh my God. <laughs> Your threads are overrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. Oh my God. Oh, that was great. Okay. Steve, I so, think so, 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 so I, <laughs> to go on, go on. I'm hoping to, this is Festivus. This is where I, I, I all day. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, trust me. I got a fucking list sitting in front of me right now. So, uh, right. so my friends are over I don't fucking give away more fucking free shirts to everybody for no fucking <laughs> <laughs> Every day I wake up, it's like, hey, Tommy said I get a free shirt for clicking on the voice and saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Seriously. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Okay, so speaking of my threads being overrated, I have another uh, Festivus for you, Bob. Okay. Um, stop being so jealous of the fact that I'm better than everything and in you. Because that's not a I, oh, come on. I mean, I think it ties in because I think it ties to the fact that that my threads led to so many followers, so many exponentially more than Bobby that I think he sat there going, what the fuck? These threads aren't even that good. How the fuck is he getting all these followers? Considering that, you know, I got to like 250, you got to like 15,000. So, mm. I, I mean, maybe maybe there's a little envy. So I'd like you to be less envious of my skill sets. I'll tell you what, their, I'll admit to dominance. this. You want me to tell you what I'll admit to? Blue check mark envy. Blue oh, check yeah, mark. Of course. But that's envy. gone now. That's gone now. Right. Right. Yeah. And I know it hurts you a little bit when I say, hey, man, I just shared this on Twitter and it got 200,000 views. I know a little part of you is feeling pain inside and I get joy <laughs> out of that. That's another <laughs> I did see the 1.5 million. What the fuck? That's <laughs> oh, great. Um, so we'll keep, all right. I, I got another go one. On, uh, go on. Give me, uh, you're realize, like, I'm not stopping. All right, let's go. I didn't realize that Discord was the new company that a fucking <laughs> <Discord>. <laughs> Hey, guys, come on over to 4D, a.k.a. Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god that's great yeah um, nothing nothing to say about that I'm still waiting yeah. on the website um all right I'll, I'll give you another one i didn't okay. realize that making videos entitles you to equity in said company <laughs> fair enough fair yeah enough. making meme videos yeah. entitles you to equity in 4d i didn't realize that yeah yeah so uh well the funny thing about that is <laughs> My job may be at stake with this new stimulus bill because there was like a clause that got put into it that's going <laughs> to fine meme makers like $30,000 in possible felony. So I may have no value to the company. <laughs> That'll be the best. Dude, that's a real thing we're going to talk about in a second. I do yeah. want to share something funny about what, what Bob did that I'm, I'm fucking with him there about. That when we first started talking about four deep and like this is me and you, bro, we're going to fucking the moon and we're gonna you know take over the industry and provide banging content and entertainment. I was like, all right, so I'm gonna basically uh, fund the company, do start the sports betting side. I'll be I'll be doing content on this side. I'm gonna handle the books. I'm gonna go in and do the marketing. We're gonna get this guy. I'm gonna bring the guests in. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get a site builder. I'm gonna do that. And I was like, all right, Bob, you want to be a partner? What are you gonna do? You're like, dude, I'm gonna make dope videos. That was literally what you gave me. That was your list of things. Right. I'm going to head the yeah. media side. And because mm -hmm. each of those videos take like three to four days to make, I'm going to make two of those a week and we're going to kill it from the content side. Yeah. That's what you thought, thought a CEO was a good, it was a of good 4D. Plan. It was a simple, yeah. simple plan. Yeah. 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 That, that happened. Now, well, let, let's, let's fast forward. I would say that as my role has expanded, not only have I shown uh, that I have continued success in my memeing and song abilities, but I've also expanded my role into people management and managerial uh, type roles. Yes, you have. which I think, and, uh, and I'm, I'm very proud of you for that. And I'm just hoping we get more than a six week run out of it before you quit. <laughs> that, that, that that's would actually be fantastic. Airing of grievances. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, part of uh, the Festivus is feats of strength, so we could mm. compliment each other if we wanted nah, to. Ah, no, that sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> it's terrible. That's why I didn't even that mention sounds, that. I was like, that's that awful. That's just terrible. 
I like this yeah. way more. This is so much This better. is actually a lot of fun. This is actually yeah. a lot of fun. But yes, yeah. Bobby, I do feel like you have show you've grown as a man and you're actually a businessman now. You're actually a businessman. Mm. You're actually putting four deep watermarks on your video now, which I'm very yes. proud of you for doing that. Thank you. And uh, Thank you. and you are a leader of men, Bobby, behind the yes. scenes. So so I'm uh, I, I'm and not women. going to I'm not and women and women. I'm not going to give you any strong kudos or awards until January no, 15th. Yes. yes, January 15th. I, I need a good six weeks. And then once we get to that point, um, once we get to that six weeks and a day point, uh, I will shower you with, with feats of greatness or whatever the fuck it's called from Seinfeld. How's that sound? Perfect. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's okay. great. All right. Yeah. Well, we can come back to Festivus, right? Like I'm not done with you yet. Yeah, no, I mean, there's plenty of stuff we can do. Right, um, you know, I'm looking at uh, some of the things that we mentioned we want to get into. Um, obviously, we want to get Danny on the phone at some point. Um, there's just a can lot I of play the Danny things. song. Yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Is now a good You're time for it up. or did you want to do something serious first? I mean, it's not even really that serious. It's just, you know, I did want to touch on uh, the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. Like, like, go, go, like, do that first. A lot first of weird shit happening around that. Okay, I'll drag You want to talk about that right now? Yeah, I'll tease him with the Danny song. Okay. All right. So, like, uh, you know, the and I'm not a, an astrology expert or anything, so those of y'all that kind of get off to that shit, I apologize, you know, in advance. But, I kind of do. Um, on, yeah, on uh, December 21st, you know, we had Jupiter and Saturn aligned. That was on the solstice. Uh, it aligned at, like, the zero-degree mark of uh, the pattern of Aquarius, and it hasn't happened since, like, I think I think it was like 800 years. I think the date was like March 4th, uh, to, you know, 12 in the 1200s somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. 800 years. And so um, that being said, you know, there was a lot of interesting activity going on. You know, people always think that we're entering a new age of Aquarius, which is like an age of like global consciousness, and we're getting out of the age of Pisces. Um, and and there's a whole deep meaning about that. I don't want to dive too much into it, but Pisces honestly is like, you know, people think of like that as more of like uh, Jesus, the Christian times, and we're ex exiting that into a more um, era of quote unquote new enlightenment. But the thing, the, the shit that around it is what I want to talk about because one of the things is Pope stepping down. You have uh, the whole Which great I get reset. points for. Yeah, I think we both get points because if, mm -hmm. if we're still open on the COVID shit, I have the Pope and that step down points is part of that. So why don't That's we just true. give each other points? <laughs> um, hey, you know what? Let's that that will be that is one on feat of strength. <laughs> yes, we'll virtually shake on that right now. So all compliments will have to be mutual. So yes. As long as okay. it's mutually I, I beneficial to both of us, then I'm good with it. Mutually yes, beneficial. And you have to be on the podcast in order to vote. Right. So Kurt has no say. Kurt has no say. So Perfect. we agree. And neither does awarded. Janet or anyone else. It's Janet just me and Bob. Protest. Yes. Nope. All that. Stuff. Nope. But, okay, you know, I find it weird that a pope is stepping, you know, deciding, you know, stepping down in January. This is coming from a Vatican inside source. It's not just halt earner or some fucking <laughs> account that, that Danny brought up, you know. So this is a real thing. It's not very common for this to happen. Um, you have that combined with, um, you know, a lot of the election stuff. You have uh, Klaus Schwab speaking at the World Economic Forum, talking about the destruction of capitalism and ushering in a, a new era, you know, known <laughs> as the Great reset so i mean you know if we're talking about this as a term a time of transition and reset like like all this stuff is kind of ushering in at the same time you know to me like the coronavirus crisis is is entering into what people are trying to call a new normal so like a lot of these like 
new things are coming kind of in synchronicity. And all that being said, it, you know, I think like it all it all comes down to a fucking LeBron James tweet. Like, you know, we we, we joked about LeBron James acting like he's like a fucking master of everything, you know, like when he read well, he quote unquote read the Malcolm X book. And then yeah. on December twelfth, all of a sudden he's like a professional Reiki where he you know talks about energy and vibration on this like fucking tweet that he had on December twenty first, which was on the solstice. And we always talk about these people loving their Saturn worship and all this shit. So all you know, there's a Luciferian occult side to this shit that people seem to forget as well. And in comes LeBron James, and it gets retweeted twenty five thousand fucking times. And here's what he said: Hold, um, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Oh, there you go. This is from at King James. Today's conjunction of the planets is set for us to reach our highest vibration. If you can, today meditate and set intention for yourself and loved ones. Stay positive in your thoughts, words, and actions. Ask for balance and love. LeBron James. I mean, is that, like we should, was that the bod? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like who tweet, we should have done that. Like who tweeted this, LeBron James or the bod? (laughs) <laughs> like what the fuck is that i mean has he ever tweeted anything like that ever i don't know i i i despise him but i mean i definitely should get points for that tweet i don't care how that should be exemption points i should get yeah and here's the thing like from a theoretical standpoint i have no problem with what lebron's saying about you know like well you know as far as like the occult shit i i don't like all that stuff but i'm all about you know <clears throat> increasing your vibration and frequency and vibrating higher and all that so i have no problem with with meditation setting good intention like the spirit of that message but the timing of the it messenger. and the source of it is yeah. uh is interesting especially considering he always likes to act like he's a fucking expert on everything you know? Oh my God, he's so. I almost he's, think he get points for this tweet. It's just, it's weird. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I should get something for this. Like we had oddity points before, so let's uh, let's vote. Do you have anyone that you'd like points for, Bob? Since it's the season of giving, and Janet is fucking killing us. Uh, let's just come on the show here and just <laughs> accumulate five point bangers like left and right with new rules, so that so that we can catch up to Janet, who literally basically hit her whole board in like 24 hours. Bro, I'm um, good with my Pope pick. Um, as long as we can throw in points because I was going to draft Rob Schneider and you said I couldn't, and then he came point out. Awarded. Said, Thank point you. awarded. Point awarded. You're a fair you and just com- commissioner. Say, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a firm but fair. I will okay. I will award you points in exchange for my LeBron points. So that's Thank fine. You. We'll do that. Uh, we should update this draft board, by the way. If you guys haven't listened to it, No Mercy episode 43 was mm. the coronavirus celebrity draft, vaccine draft. And I mean, fucking a Uncle Danny. Bob did a 15 minute video on Uncle Danny's 15 minute or 20 minute celebrity draft, yeah. and it's one of the funniest things you're gonna ever see. I mean, it, it's well, it's fucking insane. You know, the thing is, it was a 28 minute segment, and I was having such a difficult time c- cutting out anything because right. the whole thing was great. Like right. it really was. I mean, it was it was a really good call in. You know, you know, we laugh and joke about Danny. We love him to death, and. You know, he's, he is a very intelligent man, although he comes across a certain way on there. <laughs> In certain realms, I guess. <laughs> but we love Uncle to, Danny. And uh, no, it was a, it's a good segment. It's funny. It's hilarious. It probably is going to lose us some subscribers, but it may oh, gain yeah. some other 
you know, lifers, I guess. But uh, no, I don't know. Every gay and lesbian subscriber we've ever had is is gone. I figured they were already gone, gone by now. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we, we don't fan. want them gone. We want, you know, we want to keep yeah. them around. But, but, but uh, we can't have Danny on and keep. Yeah, it's it's one or the other. Right. right. Like there's no way Danny's not going to offend everything. I mean, his sign off is uh, good night, girls, guys and gays. So, yeah, this was the yeah, first uh, No difficult. Mercy short that I didn't share to my personal page. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little uncomfortable sharing it because I have so many friends that are gay or lesbian or bi. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't care. No, but in all seriousness, like uh, the No Mercy shorts that I've been working on, eventually I want to get, you know, some of the other people that are involved in the company involved in making these shorts. Um, it's a really good way to get just like a little grab bag of what, like, you know, what what is happening in an episode, you know, it's like little eight to 15 minute yeah. videos of like really cool stuff from each episode. You can watch them quick. Um, we have our no mercy podcast up on YouTube. So we're sharing that around. So we're trying to promote those pages as well, but they're really good. Um, really good segments from each episode. Yeah. And once, uh, once four deep drops in, uh, you know, probably 2025, we will, uh, let you guys know. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll have all that stuff up there on the site. So hopefully that drops within the next seven years. Uh, but yes, just <laughs> right. know that's not me. Uh, and it is sick, but it's not me. It's right, being yeah. a little delayed as everything tech. -oriented. I got a question. Do you feel refreshed now that we had, we aired our grievance grievances on air towards each other? No, I'm not, because I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh, I'm not done. I want to, I want to air another grievance. Like I'm just twitching to air grievances. Like the time when you, um, threw a tantrum, and mm. this goes back. Most of my grievances are about you quitting every six weeks, if you've noticed. Okay. That. So yeah. um, the time since since I want to have um, a very open community, like, for instance, Bob, I was in the discord on the sports side for deep bets side. Mm -hmm. I was in there from Saturday at 10 a.m. straight through Sunday night at midnight. Did not leave. Stayed in it literally for like fucking as many hours as that is. I don't know, 38 right. hours or whatever. Right. So and this is work, joke. right. You you call this, this work, which is another one you, of my best of us. If you'd like to air that grievance right now, you can. Well, I mean, let's think about this. You would be doing this anyway, whether or not it was part of your job or not. So I don't understand how this could be called work. Well, you, you know what? I got to backtrack on that. You want to know why? why? People say the same shit about me as a I was just going to say the same thing. about That's you. Why I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to. So, so your job of making music and songs. You. I'm going to take the argument away from you Damn it. and say, I'm taking back that grievance because Fuck. that would be hypocriticizing. Like, hypocriticizing? Yeah, that sucks because I was coming right over the yeah, top. Yeah, I could with, feel so it. Would you That's say a musician so making well. songs? Yeah, fuck. Right, I feel I feel I, I know you so well that maybe that's a grievance. I know you so well that I even know your fucking comebacks by now. Yeah, that is annoying. I don't like that because I, I was dude. I was so cocked and ready. I was coming mm -hmm. right over the top. Um, I would like to share something, though, but because it is a big brother type community on the conspiracy side, political side and the sports side where my microphone is on for probably how many hours are there in a week? 24 times 7, 140, 168. So my mic's probably on live from my house for one section of the discord for 80 of them like literally like really like probably 60 to 80 a week so it's it's become like big brother you know like even when the mic's not on i'm watching what i'm saying i'm like oh my god but they've got they're literally living with me right at that point so i feel this company should be able to air all grievances at all time publicly 
And I'm sure the subscribers and everyone love that. So I'd like to share something that Bobby did, which is a grievance that I'd like to share. When he threw, uh, I think it was his 18th tantrum in the last three years. I feel like and you have not, like a fucking list out right now. Like you've actually. I mean, I may have had this before. You even told me about grievances. I may have maybe written on my whiteboard yeah. that I refer to every day. <laughs> but um, Bobby, did you ever tell the people about how when uh, we got in our little fight and argument that you not only pulled your meme vault off the discord yes. and took yes. your ball and went home like a mm -hmm. like a little beta pussy. But on top of that. We, if you remember, guys, there was a No Mercy episode that aired without an intro song. Do you remember yes. that? Yeah. Well, what happened was I received a threatening text from Robert Correct. saying, pull my song off that intro or pay me $200. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, he was in the movie true. Taken. Like, yeah. and, so, and I'm like, what the fuck? So obviously, just despite him, I yanked the song off the intro because there's no way. So yes, Bobby, I would like you not, if you're mad at me for something, to to ruin the listener's experience. And where did you come up with two hundred dollars for your? Song well, see, price? this this totally contradicts your earlier statement about me being more alpha and less beta, because that's a total mm. alpha move. I'm protecting my intellectual property. I'm standing up for myself. <laughs> I'm telling you what my worth is, right? And I'm saying this will not stand. If I'm not a part of the company, you don't get my songs, you don't get my memes, and you don't get my talent. I don't care if you're family. I don't care if you're friend. Okay? I will not. It was so great. He was in such a tantrum. And take my song off the intro or give me $200. See? So, I mean, I can't win for losing here. It's like, you know, I, I stand up for myself. I'm a bitch. I don't stand up for myself. I'm a bitch. Either way, I'm oh, a bitch. Oh, my God. The life of a bitch. But no, all that is true. I, I told you to take, There's, I think it was like four or you five episodes your... ago. There's no intro music. You guys can watch <laughs> one. And that will give you the timetable when me and Tommy were in a fight. <laughs> I was so mad. It yeah. was one of those. All right, Bob, then fucking leave. I don't fuck. All right, fine. I'm, I'm fucking gone. Okay, me, fine. Motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. Then give me this, and then all of a sudden the podcast drops, and I fucking. Like, then take my fucking song off your podcast. <laughs> was I was watching great. the movie Rockstar, and he gets kicked out of a band. He's like, "That's my mic stand. I'm taking it." You know? <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, take your mic stand. We don't give a shit. Just get the fuck out of here." I'm like, "I'm taking my songs and my memes." <laughs> you know? And you're like, good. <laughs> good. Take it all. I don't fucking care. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, fucking go. That's oh, great. Um, so do we want to do what else do we have here? Uh, the, um, I, I want that Trump I'm... tweet thing. Oh, yeah. That, that, I go think to that's that. We were one. talking about that. It's the only thing we talked about in the pre-show. We almost forgot. Well, it, OK. I think that's important, too, because this you know, stimulus we're... bill is critical. Yeah. I mean, just all these things, quote unquote, aligning or, or whatever you want to say. But Trump. Didn't this this tweet was back in 2014. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, do, 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 do. do you have it? Let's see, I know I have it. Um, it was on. I saw it on yours. Okay, let me look. Okay, here it is. Uh, um, so Trump tweeted in uh, on June 4th of 2014. This is six years ago. It says, "I hope we find life on other planets because there's no doubt that the U.S. government will start sending them money." That was 2014, and you know the whole thing with the stimulus package, sending other countries and the Smithsonian fucking museum millions and billions and billions of dollars. That meanwhile, was the craziest thing for me. Yeah. Mean, yeah. Meanwhile, everybody's you know six hundred dollar check, and so you know Trump 
honestly one of my favorite uh, speeches he ever gave last night was saying like fuck you guys like he basically called out the money laundering scheme he yep. like went thing by thing we're giving this money to Burma we're giving this money to Cambodia we're giving this amount of money to fucking Smithsonian we're giving this amount of money for like recovering like wild hippos in fucking Africa and shit you know like but families are only getting you know a $600 stimulus check I want to put this back in there and say you know give these people $2,000 and $4,000 for a couple you know yeah it was like a it was basically like a whistleblowing operation and then at the end like a fucking savage he said, and then the next administration, you know, I'm going to send this back. And if we don't agree on it, then the next administration is going to have to come up with a COVID relief bill. And maybe that administration will be mine. And then he was just like, mic drop. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, fuck. It was so good. It was so yeah. good. And I didn't watch it at first because, you know, I've been literally I've been trying to just detox from noise, you know, because there's just so much noise. And I'm steadfast in my belief that whatever's about to come we're not going to see it or hear it coming it's not going to be like a to stick with the hippo analogy you know a hippo charging at you from miles away where you're like wait what's that sound huh no it's going to be in the words of sun tzu a thunderbolt that strikes down you know and all of a sudden we're like whoa what the fuck just happened this is what the plan was the whole time so for me i've been trying to stay away from the noise because i feel like the noise the speeches the comments the words are all kind of art of war distraction right and there were so many people telling me tommy you got to go listen to the trump speech i'm like guys i know i know it's just it january 20th like we got till january 20th like there's no reason to research right now just wait like just just sit down and wait because it's coming and when it comes you're gonna know it don't get caught up in the details because details are misleading us and then i went and watched it it was actually rackets who told me, he's like, no, you need to watch it, dude. And I was like, oh, shit. And it was great. And then uh, I had some posts today. Uh, Democrats slid in $25 million for additional salaries in the House of Representatives into the COVID relief bill. Right. This is giving themselves a $57,000 raise That's what I'm for saying. blocking the shit that we're supposed to be getting. It's crazy. And the thing and is, then you is have, slide this in a 5,000-page bill. You know, it's 5,000... Nobody in their right mind has time to read it. None of these politicians read it. It's all pork barrel spending. It's all money laundering. I mean, that's what this is. And that's why I think, you know, everybody needs to go listen to what Trump said, where he literally just spells out where a lot of your money is going. Yeah, you know? he basically blew the whistle on the fact that this is because the first thing I thought and the one that really stunk to me, forget about Sudan and all these countries. We already know that the stimulus bill is about 330 million Americans. You're looking at about six hundred dollars per American breaks down to like I think it was one point nine eight billion. Right. Going to one hundred ninety eight billion going mm-hmm. to Americans. But the bill was nine hundred billion. Right. So that means there's seven hundred billion dollars worth of fat stuck in this fucking thing that are going everywhere. And when I saw, and keep in mind, it's only 1 billion of the 900, but the place that it's going to is insanity. The stimulus bill includes $1 billion to the Smithsonian Museum. Dude, Which isn't fuck? even fucking open. Yeah. It's fucking closed. So you're going to yeah. give a billion dollars to the Smithsonian Museum? And it's like, this is straight up money laundering. This is NASA level money laundering. Right. And me and you, Bob, have said forever um, that, NASA is just a money laundering tool. Correct. You know, everyone's like, why would the, why, why would NASA, why do you think NASA would lie about the moon landing? Why do you think NASA, would, because they're fucking laundering tens of billions of dollars, you know, through NASA and these space right. programs. So 
This is, a, I mean, the and first thing I thought was. put a little picture up of the earth, Johnny. We yeah, exactly. <laughs> what hey, have we accomplished? Jupiter and and uh, Saturn are touching swords uh, on, on December yeah. 21st. That's another billion. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell Houston, them Pluto we have disappeared. Problem. We have another problem, Houston, uh, 37 million. <laughs> yeah. like, tell them, tell them it took us a lot of research and $17 billion to identify that Pluto's actually not a planet anymore. <laughs> and yeah. here's an artist sketch, and it's like some like crayon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's fucking insanity what what goes on there. But yeah, this is complete money laundering bullshit, and this is just what it is. And the fact that we're uh, that this is allowed to happen, and that we've gotten to a point where this shit, no one gives a fuck about us at all. Forget Democrat, Republican, no one cares about fucking any of us. Like mm -hmm. absolutely any. Supposedly, there was one thing that I found interesting in there, Bob, in that bill that they were saying that they were trying to remove. And I haven't fact-checked this yet. I was watching the bowl games. College football bowl season has begun. So uh, I'm locked in like a maniac to that. But um, supposedly there's something in that that uh, stimulus bill where they said they're going, they have the right to remove the Insurrection Act powers from the president. Yeah, I saw that one. Like and they I, you slid know, that in. I just don't know if it's it's confirmed or not. Yeah, you know, I'll have to go to halt earner about that one to make sure you know <laughs> that my inf information is correct. Um, like I was saying, the the one that stood out to me, kind of like with that one, was the sliding in, um, and this is really important, not just for me, but but for the future of, of of social media, is sliding in the fines and the felonies for people that you know are meme makers and makers of creative content online because i talk all the time about explain um, that because a lot of people don't know what you're talking about here okay all right so you know in 2016 i always talked about the great meme war and how memes and memetics were were used in the information battle to help trump win, win the white house and mm -hmm. the trump administration has recognized the importance of like organic memetics in shaping public opinion almost as like a you know it's a great advertising tool and just a tool right. of you know, helping shape the, you know, the zeitgeist or the, the you know, the construction of, of the collective consciousness, whatever you want to call it. So in 2016, Trump won the great meme war, and that was important. But at that time, memes bypassed algorithms, meaning like, you know, the algorithms didn't pick up if you're making a right. meme. So like if you made a meme, it didn't say visit CDC.gov. Well, 2020 is more like the war on memes. That's what's happening now where 2020, their algorithms have caught up. So just like in a battle of guns, who's got the best ammunition, who's got the best weapons, you know, in, in, in war, in information war, it's who has the best technology, who's ahead of who. So now they're catching up with the algorithms and they're censoring memes, which didn't happen in 2016. And now this this last bill that was introduced is, is saying um, that you're going to fine people up to $30,000 and it could be a felony. Let me pull it up real quick. The, the, I mean, so it says in the omnibus package. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Um, here we go. the punitive provisions crammed into the enormous bill um, threaten ordinary internet users with up to thirty thousand dollars in fines for engaging in everyday activities such as downloading an image and re-uploading it or sharing memes. Okay, so like like memes are literally under attack in this bill. I mean, and it's just buried in a 5,000 page bill. Oh, by the way, we're going to, you know, make it a felony where you can get arrested for fucking making memes about Joe Biden. So like, am I going to have to that take That would be the most song? Bobby gone. No, I'm just You're saying like, say am I going to have to take my fucking 
song or like you know the uh, foot soldiers are gonna come excuse me are you the author of old folks home <laughs> you know and, like take me away <laughs> that would be the most fucking beta bob way to go to prison like it would just be <laughs> fucking unbelievable like you were guilty you of illegal memetics <laughs> like, yeah, what are you in fuck? for hey mike video what about you <laughs> Like, like, damn essay. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that. Like, this isn't even funny, right? Because it's like they're basically just trying to take every single thing that the the right does well or has going for it and just completely make it all illegal. Like, we're better at Twitter than they are. They just cry mm -hmm. and we actually, you know, conspiracy theorists. We provide knowledge, information, threads, videos, all that. So they censor all of us and wipe us off the internet. We have more guns than they do. So they're trying to eliminate our guns. Right. We have, we're better at, you know, making memes and making comedy and entertainment. They're trying to eliminate that. Like any skill set. We have more money. They're trying to take all our money. You know, like it's anything that the right has going for it over the left. It's the perfect example of those fucking nerds those insecure fucking evil motherfuckers who when they see someone better than them, they don't like aspire and try to become better than that person. They just try to bring that person down to their level. That's basically right. what the whole left has become. Yeah. And the, the other scary part about it is they're going after streamers. Like, like anybody that mm -hmm. streams, um, the, they're doing like a felon, they're something called like a felony streaming act. And also, uh, it's called something called the Case Act, and also the Trademark Modernization Act. So these three things are passing. So the Case Act. Um, let me see if I can find. Okay, so it says the Case Act will supercharge copyright trolling, exactly at a time when we need to fix the law to have less trolling. And the felony streaming bill um, includes provisions that are so confusing and vague, uh, no one is sure if it makes sites like Twit, you know, like. Twitch, like there's gonna be a lot of felons on Twitch. So um, this is what uh, this guy Mike uh, Masnick. So it's not Hall Turner, like like somebody that's actually blue check marked uh, was talking right. about these two bills and how it's gonna affect streamers on Twitch. And you know, like they're already coming after people for you know, dude. Like for example, like when I upload a video to YouTube, even if they just sense it has like a little bit of a clip from a sound from a movie or a song, I mean, it immediately gets demonetized and, you know, it's going to get worse to where like these types of things are just going to get reported to, you know, to law enforcement. Yeah. Great time for Tommy G to start a uh, company that's built around fucking streaming <laughs> memes and fucking chat rooms. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Good job, Tom. Good job. Well done. Way to go. Way to go. Well Wait, did you that. just so, give um, yourself like a feat, a feat of strength at the festival? You literally yes. just. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. I love that. Yes. You yes. patted yourself yes, on yes, the fucking back. Yes. And made fun of myself <laughs> at the same time. I did both at the same time. I'm, I'm, I'm and very, you managed uh, to walk four deep at the end of all of this. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a gifted man, Bob. I have, I'm a man yeah. of many talents. Now, that what is, does uh, your role. strength that I will give you. What does your role in the company become if memes become a felony? Like, what exactly well, would you um, be doing then? You couldn't do so any more videos. You couldn't do any more memes. No. You couldn't do any, no. like, where do you no. see yourself transitioning to? Bobby? I look at myself as a leader of men. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm really good at delegating. Uh, I'm nice. Delegating. Very nice. You're very nice, yeah. Bob. You're very nice. You're very nice. So I, I'm really hoping this meme thing doesn't happen. I don't want to see you go to because you'd be like, you know, we're you'd be a lifer. They did give you life in prison for like seventeen thousand counts of you know memetics. 
I look at like Carpe Doncum and those people, soul memes and all those great meme makers that have been shared by the president as like the Pablo Escobar of memes. I'm mm-hmm. more like the, like, have you ever seen Blow? You know, the Pee Wee Herman character? And well, dude, actually, I was, shit, you I know, you know that I was in jail with George Young, right? Really? From Blow. Yeah. yeah, I've told you this, haven't I? Yeah, like the main Johnny Depp's character from Blow. I hung out with him in prison and then I had to stop. Oh, yeah, we talked ma- about that. Yeah, he was yeah the mafia guys told me I wasn't allowed to because he's a snitch. Yeah, he was yeah. a rat. But yeah, I was actually, for the first three weeks I was in prison, I was friends with him until I found out he was a rat. Go on. Yeah, I just had to say, talk about um, myself for a second w- in the middle of your thing. No, I know. I know. That's I'm used to it by now, so I'm not even... <laughs> You know, it doesn't even phase me. But, you know, in the world of meme making, I'm like, I'm the guy that sells to the guy that sells to people. You know what I'm saying? I can't help laughing at in the world of meme making. Like, yeah. just imagine starting. You mean, you mean in the world of the fucking nerds that make pictures with funny things on it? Yes. In the world of meme making. Digital foot soldiers, excuse me. <laughs> we, are, we are artists of war. You're the front line of the digital <laughs> war. <laughs> <laughs> reporting for duty <laughs> but yeah that's i mean do you think they'll be able to get anything like that done is that a real thing absolutely or they could i mean yeah I mean, if, if you see that like um you can get arrested in the uk for a cartoon you know and, mm-hmm. and uh yeah and in canada uh bill i think it's c16 which is the same thing where like you can be fined or i don't know if you can be in prison but there's there's ramifications for misgendering people and calling people by bad pro you know the wrong pronouns and stuff so oh, God. um yeah, so speech is being censored. You can be arrested for it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's the next step. That's why I'm saying, like, the United States is the final frontier of all this shit. So we need to make sure this kind of stuff doesn't pass. That's why we talk about Section 230 all the time and, um, you know, trying to reverse the process. Because if, if we lose it here, I don't know anywhere else that has it like we have it. Well, that's why everyone always asks me when they talk about, like, well, if... Because we talk about how, like, you go to China and there is no YouTube or Google and there's no free speech on the TV or anything like that. Um, You know, and everyone keeps talking about, well, if that starts to happen here, where do we go? And my response is, (laughs) you don't. Like, either an isolated island, you know, it's like, well, then we'd need to get out of the U.S. Yeah, and go fucking where? We're last, right? We're the strongest chain in the, we're the strongest link in the chain. So, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. So once you start seeing this country start to drop, the whole chain is going to fall apart. And then there is nowhere else to go because you're not going to Canada. You're not going I, to I, Australia. I, you're not going yeah. to UK. You're not going to, you're not going to China, not going to Russia. You're not going anywhere. Like you either fucking, you know, congregate, form a community somewhere in the middle of America and try and protect yourself or you get the fuck out and try and head to a discreet island and hide. Yeah, and I want to say that, you know, like, free speech isn't going to be dead. There's always, you know, the truth always pops up like a weed. Like, even if you read, you know, 1984 didn't have the most um, optimistic ending, but even (laughs) in the book, like, he found the small corners of the room where Big Brother wasn't watching, you know, or even in times where religions were being persecuted. I know, you know, like, like you find ways to gather and pray. You find ways to gather and and communicate. So there will be always be things popping up. There are going to be people that are pushing the limits. There are going to be people Mm -hmm. that are defying you know, we can call it black markets of information, you know, so right. um, those things will pop up even if they get illegal. It's just going to, you know, you're going to have to go through a lot more loopholes and VPNs and more sophisticated means in order to uh, access certain information. Yeah. And it just depends the severity of it all. Right. Like if it's a online censorship thing, then, you know, that's one thing. But I mean, really, the 
the reason they say digital soldiers are so important is because if you can win the digital war, you can probably prevent a physical war, right? So right. if it does get to civil war or anything along those lines, then you know people are going to need to join up together and move to places. And you know that's what we're talking about. So hopefully we can stop this while it's a digital level uh, and not let it get to you know, them dragging you out of your house, you know, knocking on your door yeah. because you wrote something on a Facebook post like they're doing in Australia and some of these other places because <clears throat> yeah. you tried to plan I mean, a protest or some shit. I saw a really good tweet the other day, and I don't remember who the author was, but um, he said, we're entering Web War One. That's what we're in now, Web well, War yeah, One. I like that. You know, like which that. is the first, you know, it's a whole new, different, sophisticated type of, of warfare. And if you don't see that we're in it, then you just haven't been paying attention to what's been going on, you know, for the last, you know, four to five years, especially with the real crackdown. Anybody that that's that's been on any social media streaming apps or YouTube pages or, or anything like that, forums have have seen just the the slow and methodical nature in which they just take power away from the content creators and give it mm -hmm. back to the oligarchs. And you see it. I mean, you see it everywhere. It's the same exact process everywhere. There's an exact script that's following and we're heading right down that path. So we will yep. try and stop it. Bobby, I think now it's time to uh, get Danny lined up. But before that, I'd yes. like to play the Dan Danny song. All right. Awesome. So this is this is not Bobby. So Danny sent this in? Danny sent this yes, in? Yes, this is from this is definitely not Bobby doing Danny's voice. I just want to emphasize wow. that. This is definitely Danny doing Danny's voice, not Bobby. My job's so, on the uh, line. Yeah, so let's uh, let's hear the uh, the Bob's less, I mean, Danny B, uh, oh. Uncle Danny's song. Hey, y'all wrote me a little uh, Christmas tune. That sounds pretty good over there. Here we go. Plow team six, we're a plowing. Snow is falling, we won't allow it. To block all the roads, we gotta get home. Plowing in the Poconos tonight. That sounds pretty good. Gone away, my Twitter followers. Here to stay, coronavirus. I need Chinese food to help with my mood. Plowing in the Poconos tonight. That's so far so good. Oh, we got more? Okay, we got more. In the fields I coach girls softball Will you donate to my stadium? If you do, I'll say Hey, thanks there, toots <laughs> And if you don't, I'll come and kick your ass <laughs> Christmas time It's a good day Now I'm hungry I guess I'll eat Chipotle that bitch Pelosi, that half man, half woman, Rachel Maddow, can kiss my ass in the Poconos tonight. <laughs> Goodbye, guys, gals, and gays. And Merry Christmas. Nothing, Nothing Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dude, I, to, I was trying so hard not to laugh and ruin the song. I was covering my mouth. I was like five feet from the microphone, and I've heard it three times. Oh, oh, oh shit! Danny's oh, got some real talent. Danny's really good, man. Danny's. Let's. Do you want to call him and see if he remembers? You should call that? him and ask yeah. him and say congratulations on your song and see what he says. Yeah, let's see what he says. What's up? What are you talking about? Hold on. What are you talking about? 
Hold on. Hold on. Uncle Danny. I gotta go. What do I have? Oh, dude, I keep writing uncle. That's why I couldn't find his number. I just have him as Danny. Tommy, two phones over <clears throat> here. Just to let everybody know, he has more than one phone. Three. Yo, you're on the No Mercy podcast with Tommy G and Bob's Lessons. Yeah, how you doing? Good, how you doing? I'm doing. Good. Will you just listen to your song that you sent then? Which song is that? The uh, Plow Team 6 song you made. That's good. You like it? Good shit. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you great, Dad. Okay, I'm just asking. Yeah, don't worry. Did Did you hear yourself fine on the last episode? Did you feel you sounded good? No, I was too low. Oh, so you might want to yell a little more. I'm going to yell now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's good. I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn the mic up a little bit, and then I'm going to pull away from it a little bit. So how about that, Dan? Now, maybe that'll make you a little louder so your people can hear you. Is that okay? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, Danny? How's, how's everything? What did you think of Bob's 15-minute video breaking down? I thought it was awesome, but you just caught me while I was cleaning the side of my car. Right now you are? Yes, I had diesel fuel all over the side of my car. I just cleaned it off. Why? Because I got diesel fuel all over the side of it. Yeah, how does one get diesel fuel all over the side of their car, Dan? I don't know. You don't know? You just came out and your car was just fucking littered in diesel fuel. No. Okay, well... What? I must have ran over it on the road. You ran over a barrel of diesel fuel on the road. No, I ran over a puddle of diesel fuel. On a pu- the road. So there's just there's just huge puddles of diesel fuel all over the roads in the Poconos. Well, it can easily happen if a tractor trailer had his gas cap off. So now we have a whole fucking a whole theory behind it. So there was a tractor trailer driving with his gas cap off that was leaking diesel fuel so much that it formed a puddle big enough to splash all over the side of your... How is that even possible, Danny? Yes, it happened. That happened? Yes, it happened. You sound like you're in like a like a Fast and the Furious movie where like a match um, gets lit in the... the trying to walk to get quiet. Okay. Now it should be quiet. Okay, much better. Thank God. Okay. All right. So... Oh. Yes, I just had to clean some... Looked like diesel fluid all over the side of my car. How did you know it was diesel fuel and not unleaded fuel? No, Tasted unleaded it. gasoline would, wouldn't mark it up like that. Oh, so you you know the uh, the qualities of diesel fuel and its and its yes, ability to mark it's up. Oil, it's an oil based fuel. Oh, look at fucking Bob okay. Ross over here, Bobby. Okay. <laughs> so what's going on? Nothing much, bro. How do you, you how do you? Want me to get on my nerves? I mean, listen, I don't know what the fuck you're going to end up talking about, so I just pick up the phone and, and see where you take us. Okay. So? You don't want to tag you? Where? Oh, I got back on Twitter, but I'm not giving you my handle. Okay. Well, then you're not giving hundreds of thousands of people your handle either, which is going to prevent you from yeah, getting followers. Well, then that's, that's, the, that's the fine line we all have to toe, Danny, whether we want to really grow our following or whether we want to hide in the shadows like a, like a pugadoosh. I so. can't get thrown off. Okay, you want to hear my Twitter handle? Yes. At Danny. Dude, I moved I move the phone away so he can't hear it. Okay, say it again. <laughs> oh, God. At. Look, 
See, I just turned them on. <laughs> off speaker. All right. So that's your new Twitter handle. So everyone out there, follow it. Danny, give it one more time, Danny. What is it again? Tommy G is uh, no name. All right. No, seriously. Give it one more. You got to say everything three times or else people don't. Listen, what are you doing? I'm telling you. What's your Twitter handle? At Danny. I was talking to Bobby, so I didn't hear it. No, no, no. No, no. What, what are you doing right now? Seriously. I'm doing a fucking podcast. What do you mean? What am I doing? Okay. So you're home? Why? Are you, what are you here? What the fuck is going on? Danny, no mercy. Ah, oh, damn, he snuck it in. Oh. <laughs> Danny, wow. Holy shit. Danny wow. playing 5D chess. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Wow, Danny, I'm really proud of you. I'm, that, that's great. Listen, I always have it. I just don't show it. Wow, wow. Bobby, that may go with what you... Yep. Bobby yep. was actually arguing with me, and I mean arguing because I was ve- vehemently defending the other side. Where Bobby said you're actually very intelligent and you just hide it. And I said, I no, you weren't. Best. And I said, no, you I'm weren't. I try my best to hide it. Well, I mean, you do a fantastic job at it. It's, it's better when people think you're stupid and they're not expecting anything out of you. Well, I mean, yeah. you're killing it then. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually... Uh, I mean, you actually, just... Yeah when you need to. Yeah, Bobby, what'd you say, Bob? No, I was saying that's what uh, David Letterman and Norm MacDonald are known for, acting like the stupid guy, but they're really smarter than everybody. Right. I think, again, Art this of is war. things Tommy G invented. This is things Tommy G invented, honestly. I'm going to take credit for this, Danny. Tell him about the okay, festival. Listen, you know, that's that's that. what I'm about to do. Yeah, because it was about you. That's why you liked it. I would have said it was really good if it was about you or Bob. Okay. It was well done. Unlike your sorry ass. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Dan, this is a good time to segue. So, do you watch Seinfeld at all? Yes. Okay. Do you know the Festivus? Do I hate the show? I hate the show too. I'm a big Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. I hate Seinfeld. Yeah, it's, I hate that too. It's too Jewish for me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, we took care of the gays and lesbians on the last pod. Let's take care of the Jews on all this right, pod. Well, right. we're getting knocked uh, off. I don't, I don't dislike Jews. I just don't like the Jewish humor. It was, Bad. Jewish humor. <laughs> it's bad. I think they're funny. They're not. <laughs> like women comedy comedians? Do you like women comics? No, we already talked about that. No, I don't. Okay. Is there any? Is there any women comics that you like? No. Is there any Jewish comics that you like? No. Is there any gay comics that you like? No. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I love John Panette. He was my favorite. Okay. What about Eddie Izzard? Uh, John Panetta. I love John Panetta. Okay. Panetta. Panetta. He's standing firm on John Panetta. Okay. Yes, but gotcha. he died. Oh, that's unfortunate. I love Jeff Dun- Dunham, too. Jeff Dunham. I don't know if he fits into gay, female, no, or he's Jewish. Not gay, he's just, he's, he's a ventriloquist, so same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. too funny. Yeah, he is very uh, funny, Dan. So, Danny, what we're doing is we're doing Festivus. Where me and Bobby have just been, okay, me and Bobby have been ripping each other apart the whole show, uh, just talking about all the things uh, that we we hate about each other, and it's literally just we're not even half done yet. So okay, can I tell you the one thing I hate about you? Oh please, yeah, I'd love to hear it. I can't stand when we're all eating dinner together, Mm -hmm. and and there'll be like six or five or six different items on the table, Mm -hmm. and you take all five or six items and just slop them on your plate like it's soup <laughs> that really bothers you that much always bother me and i always yell at you and i say why do you do that and you just like like 
scrounge it like a hungry wolf. Yeah, I mean, so so Danny, um, up until the age of I think fifty five, had his mother, uh, grandma, actually doing all your plates and meatballs. Correct, Danny? Yes, my mother would. Uh, my mother would make special meatballs for me. Uh huh. At at fifty five years, fifty years old, Danny was yes. getting literally. Actually, how old are you, Danny? Special meatballs just for me, not in the sauce. How old is he? Yes, he's fucking ancient. The curly macaronis and put the ricotta cheese in it. Uh huh. Yes. So, so as a forty-something, fifty-year-old man, you would have your mother, who we love to death, and she would do it because she's an angel, God rest her soul. But you would have your mom making you a separate plate with. She had to literally make separate meatballs for Danny, separate than everyone else because of the way he liked them. And then he would say, "Mom, put the right amount of sauce on it," like like a seven-year-old. Yes. So are you really the person to be criticizing anyone's eating habits at a dinner table for Christmas? Damn. No, but your eating habits are very easily criticizable. Da- Bobby, what do you think about my... Uh, I'll translate. For those of you that don't know, Danny's on my phone. Bobby can hear Danny. Danny can't hear Bobby. So I translate for the two of them. Bobby, what do you think about my eating habits and Danny's eating habits or anything on this topic? Well, I'm okay with specializing food because my mother does the same thing, but I also, I also have a health condition. So I don't know if the specialized meatballs are <laughs> for health-related purposes or what. Are they diet meatballs? So, What's going on here? So, so Bobby said that he's okay with the specialized meals because his mom does the same for him, but he also has a health condition and you're just retarded. I have a health condition too. Yes, mental health. It's cool. I like the way my mother cooks things a certain way. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard of that one. I got a health condition. It's called I like my mom cooking things the way I like to eat things. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and my wife continually tries to imitate it. Gets uh, close. Yeah. It gets close. Mm-hmm. But it's just not close enough. Not close enough. Okay. Anything you'd like to festivist Bob on? Give me uh-huh. something. Yeah, give me something that drives you nuts about Bobby. I hate what I hate about Bob. Oh my God! What I really fucking hate. Oh, about this is, Bob. A, this is a big oh my one. God! Yeah, hold on. I want to stop you there, Bob. What's your take on just the beginning of this sentence? I'm really, I'm nervous right now. <laughs> Bob's nervous. Go I'm get him, Danny. I never really Bob heard Danny talk shit. What I can't stand about him, I hate him with a passion. Oh, go! He hates you with a passion. I, when Bob was growing up, uh-huh. I could not get Bob to root for any of my sports teams. And he knows how much that bothers me. So and true. he would follow Tommy G as a kid and root for all your garbage. Still fucking follows Tommy G fucking as an adult. And become a Jet fan. I hate the fact that Bobby does not root for all of my teams. He should be a Giant, a Nick, a Ranger, and a Met fan. <laughs> I thought that was going to be so much more vicious. No, but you don't understand how pissed off he used to be. Hold on, hold on, Danny. Bobby's talking. Hold on. Go on, Bob. He would, get, he would get so pissed off whenever we talk sports because I literally went the opposite way. And he actually like went as far to say as like, I'm insulting my dad because my dad always tried to get me into the Mets and the Giants and I went the complete opposite direction. So yeah, You used like, to tell this poor kid that he's insulting his father? By not liking those teams, Danny? His father liked the same teams I liked. I know, but you used to go with the threatening route of, you know, you're insulting your father by not liking our teams? Yes. <laughs> Was this before or after Bobby's father passed? 
after Bobby's father passed. So you used his deceased father to try and lure him into liking the Rangers <laughs> and the Giants? Yes. Do you understand what type of person that makes you? <laughs> no, it makes me a good person because my brother would have said the same thing. Oh, my God. Bobby. Bobby, how'd that make you feel when Danny did that? <laughs> um, Honestly, I was unfazed by it because at that time, like, uh, the Mets were so fucking bad that it, <laughs> like I remember going to the stadium, like Shea Stadium, like this is such a piece of shit stadium. Planes <laughs> flying over it, busted apples coming out. He's of ripping the Mets, Danny. Shea Stadium looked like yeah, a. Father would be pissed off right now. Yeah, he literally said that it was so easy because it was Mets were such a piece of shit team with a piece of shit stadium, so it made it easier on them. How about my manipulative ability to be able to pull Bobby over to the Jets when I was like fucking 11, uh, make him a Jets fan, the worst team in the fucking I world. I liked your shrine. And, yeah, and, and you weren't able to pull him to any teams, and I got him to it. The worst team of mine I got him to. How does that make you feel? Terrible. That's why I hate him. Yeah. How does that make you feel about me and my, he my hates powers? Me. He hates me. Yeah, he said he hates you, Bob. Well, I'm getting to you next. <laughs> oh, well, you, you started with Come to me now. Let's go. Get festive with me. The same, the same thing goes for you and oh. your brother. I tried my hardest to get you guys. You, you, here you go again. You're rooting for the little Nets. Mm -hmm. You're rooting for uh, the Jets. You're rooting for the Jets. Yankees. For the Yankees. Flyers. Okay, I'll, let you, I'll let you slide on the Yankees. Okay? And hockey. Flyers. Really Flyers. Yeah, that's right. It was the Flyers. Yeah. Okay, yes. So I literally all my. Do you think it's a coincidence that all my teams are either your team's rival or the other New York team? Do you think that's a coincidence that I went completely opposite you on every team? I never understood it. It was a power struggle, Danny. It's been a power struggle between me and you from the beginning. And Kurt, Kurt too. Oh my God. Uh huh. Kurt went rogue. Oh yes, yes. Kurt's yes. off in left field. Kurt's what? Penguins, Pacers, uh, what is he? Penguins, Pacers, Bears, and Indians. Yes. Yeah, and think about yes. that, Bob. That was at a time in the 80s and 90s when there was no internet, there was no uh, red zone. Like, he didn't see any of it. He saw all four of his teams combined play maybe three times a year. Like, he didn't see them ever, and he was rooting for these teams. So it was unheard of to like out-of-market teams when we were young because you only had seven, ten channels and you didn't get to see any games and there was not even like highlights. It was just, you waited till ESPN at seven o'clock to see the highlights of the Bears game. You just waited for the 15 minute ticker at the bottom of the screen, right Dan? He liked it because he was a little kid. Right. He just liked he the liked, logos. He liked the logos. Yeah, he liked a certain player or the logos. Yeah. So Danny, what, yeah. did, you, what did you think about your uh, coronavirus draft? My coronavirus what? Your coronavirus, your vaccine draft. I'm telling you, I'm going to win the view in a minute. You think so? The second they get it, yo, yeah, they already announced it. What do you mean? And, Ro and Robin Quivers, my, my wild card, she already told Howard Stern. She talked to Governor Cuomo and said, can I, get, can I give you support and I will take it uh, live on TV to show people that they should all take it. She already said it on, on the show. Wow. Well, you know what's happening here, Danny, I just realized. <clears throat> Bobby actually is gone. He fell off the recording. I just got a text from him saying, I lost the recording from Bobby. So we'll see if Bobby can get back on. If he can't, Bob, Bob, Danny, you are now 
the co-host right now for the last 10 minutes of this podcast. It's me and you. Bob's gone. This could you could this could be the next Lou Gehrig Wally Pitt moment, Danny. Oh, okay, hold on again. You ready? Yeah. Hey, what the fuck's up, cousin? <laughs> Dan, what do you think? I mean, co-host of the year is coming up. I'm gonna be petitioning hard for you to win co-host of the year. I think Kurt's out. I don't think he's gonna be able to win it because he's taken three weeks off now. I think he's gone. I think that should that should disqualify him. And Bobby's the front runner. But I'm going to be pushing for you, Dan. Would, would you make me your campaign manager to make sure you win co-host of the year? Yes, I would. Yes. Do you think I we can win this? Co- I, should, I should get co-host of the year because this podcast is pretty fucking boring until I came on. I agree, Danny. I'm with you. I'm going to be your Kaylee McInerney. Yeah, well, you as good looking as she is. Yeah, I'm Tommy McInerney. That's me. Tommy McInerney and, and Danny Trump. You really lost Bob? He's gone. He's gone. No one knows. Bye, Bob. Bye, Bob. You've been Wally pipped. You've been wiped out. So you want to talk shit on Bob now? Do you have anything you want to say about Bob? I don't really have anything bad to say. This is like a bad subject for me. I don't think I have bad to say stupid stuff that you guys bother me about. Yeah. So what do you want to say about the political topics that are going on, Dan? On a serious note, I heard you on the podcast the other day, Area 41. And uh, you actually were very, uh, you were very, very engaging from an informative level. Is there anything you'd like to talk about with the stimulus bill or any of the shit that's going on right now? Well, here's the deal. Um, this is the part that gets me confused about Trump. He, he brings this guy in to uh, Mnuchin to negotiate this bill. And then he now he vetoes it because he says it's not enough money for people, which I agree with. Uh-huh. And there's too much fat going around. No doubt. No doubt. But that was your guy that negotiated the bill. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know I'm a little you know Trump confuses me on on things. He really does. Do you do you feel that? Because the tough thing is, you feel this is over, right? You feel Biden's going to become the president. Yes. Yeah. So you're I've been saying it for how long? You've been calling me a pussy. Yeah. And that's another thing I hate. You were kill, calling me a pussy weeks ago when I said it's over. It's over. It was not. Right. It, it's over. It's not. Over, done, see you later. Oh, hold on. I know what I could do. Hold on. Let me try this. Now that Bob's not on, it won't echo. Hold on. Ready for this? Hold on. Watch this trick. Hey. Hold on. Bobby. We live? Yeah, we're live. I actually got both of you on. I didn't realize I could do this. Are you serious? Yeah. Dan. I don't think it's better with a phone call. Well, what happened? <laughs> it's been raining all day and my lights just flickered. I don't know if I'm losing power, but uh, so my internet reset and I lost connection. <laughs> <laughs> Is that funny? That's because you pay six dollars for the internet. <laughs> I just said, Bob, I said Danny's gonna Wally Pip you now. He's gonna he's gonna Lou Gehrig you. This is your Wally Pip moment where me and Danny were hosting the show together by ourselves. Oh, my God. I'm sure the content was fire, wasn't it? Oh, it was incredible. Danny just killed it. I said he's, we decided that I'm going to be his Kaylee McEnany, and I'm going to be his campaign manager for co-host of the year. We're going to take you out. Hey, Bob. You know what I said, Bob? What's that? Hey, Danny, no mercy. Oh, he did it again. See, what Danny doesn't realize is I have the same power Kurt had last year where I have, I have controlled all the accounts. Every single account, and he doesn't understand that, so he doesn't know what he's dealing with. I mean, it's it's quite a weapon. We'll see, we'll see if you're able to execute it to the level that Kurt was, which which I would be very surprised at if you could. But, uh, well, Danny, Danny, no mercy. Oh, <laughs> Danny, 
Kurt was the best Italian of the group. So Kurt was the best at that Italian manipulation of data to the suit. Kurt, Kurt's the best Italian. Yeah, by far. I agree. Yeah, hey, I agree. Can I put you on hold one second? Yeah, sure. We're not we're not recording a show or anything. Just yeah, go go do what you gotta do. So Bob, what the hell happened to you? Dude, I'm trying like yeah, literally I'm trying, trying, like, to, literally get trying to get my fucking internet to restart right now. Am I gonna lose your whole file on my side? I hope not. I doubt it. Like I'm it says it uh I lost connection to the server. I'm attempting to reconnect. Um it may take a little bit to reconnect. Um but it looks like my file is going still. Um I think we'll be because you're not showing on my thing, but that's probably because you dropped. Yeah, I think we'll be okay because yeah, it says we'll I'm okay, losing connection to the server and attempting to reconnect. Oh, so it would be so. It would be so amazing, so amazing after you've been talking and touting so hard about getting three episodes in a row up and winning co-host of the year because of it. If on the He's third episode, what's up, Dan? He's not going to win co-host. No, I know, but it wouldn't it be amazing if on the third episode, in the final minutes, like we're so close to wrapping this up, in the final minutes, if Bobby dropped the ball. And fucking got the whole podcast deleted, and then therefore couldn't win co-host of the year. It'd, it'd be amazing. No, this is. I gave it to Janet. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, Janet yeah, over I mean, Bob for sure. Well, Janet can do well, more Janet in four episodes than most people can do an entire year. I can't, so. I can't, right. I can't, I can't disagree with that logic. I, it's fair to say that you've weighed this podcast down, Bob. And that, and <laughs> that I'm not, technically, I'm not a co-host. No, you are. Anyone, dude? Mad Lab was up uh, in 2019. You were up in 2000. Was Danny up last year for Coast of the Year? No, right? No, I'm not uh, no, you are, Danny. You're on a lot now. Yeah. I just joined and say hello and then get. Yeah, but that's it. That's a co-host. Yeah, you don't need much more than that. Yeah, Kurt, I mean, Kurt doesn't really provide much more than that anyway. Right, Kurt talks for like 15 minutes at the beginning, everyone loves him, and then he doesn't speak again. Oh, wow, isn't this Tommy's dream to have full control over the microphone with just me and Danny just barely coming in audible? Oh, it's so he great. Got, Bobby, he already got the tissue paper out. Oh, I'm fucking cranking <laughs> it so hard right now. It's, Has it's, Danny it's, told a story about playing D3 football without being enrolled in the school yet? Danny, yeah, I, there's two stories that I want to hear. I want to, I, I've heard, I've heard, we heard whispers on the Discord, uh, shameless plug, 4deep.com, click on our Discord slash site. <laughs> yeah, but um, Danny, the, uh, I heard a rumor that you were in the KKK for a second, by accident, and then, and then you, by accident, by, I joined the KKK for a night. Right, so Danny accidentally joined the KKK for a night. Check I need to hear that out. story. All right, Bobby's back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, Bobby's check checking on the mic, not realizing. Podcast baby, co-host of the year. Congrats. And Danny, oh, and also how you were playing Division Three football without going to school. So, go, Danny. Okay, I'll do it really quick, as quick as I possibly can. No, just do it good. Just do Joyce it. Is used, I Joyce is used to that. Tennessee. I was attending bar. I knew a bunch of bunch of people that were going to a university there. And Division Three school, a really good school, is called Rhodes College now. It was called Southwest then. So I started attending bar at the fraternity. Next thing you know, I started hanging out there. I became a Pi Kappa Alpha, and everybody, because everybody thought I was going to the school. And Secret I got society. a plaque on the wall, the whole nine yards. I joined the fraternity. I never went to the school. And next thing you know, a couple of guys, you know, we were playing football, and they go, "You're pretty good." I said, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm okay." And he said, look, we have walk-on tryouts. I said, and I went to two friends of mine who I can't mention their names. And I said, should I try this? And, and they go, fucking hey, do it. You're crazy enough to do it. I says, okay. So I walked on, not thinking I'd make the team. 
not only did I make the team, I started. Um, and, um, <laughs> and, um, and then I just, it just, I thought I was going to be caught every week. And I wasn't. Right. I wasn't caught. So it just went on. And then when, um, on the team, there was a really big offensive guard. Um, I can't give his name back because his father's like a big clue. That's fine. Guy. We don't need, we don't need names. Um, but I became really, really good friends with this guy. And he invited me over to his house. I said, oh, what the fuck, I'll go. It was in um, Blytheville, Arkansas. So keep in mind, you knew nothing about this guy at the time. I think that's an important, you just, you know, you I knew nothing, nice. I knew nothing about the KKK. It was all in history books to me. Um, <laughs> I was living in the South for the first time. I'm 23 years old. I go to his um, his house to sleep over. What a beautiful, big-ass home, right? And um, next thing you know, they're having this big, like, convention. A bunch of white guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody was wearing the hoods or anything. So he said, come on outside and listen to this. Next thing you know, I go outside, and they're talking black this, they're using the N-word. They're just, they are just going ballistic. And I'm in like, wow, what the hell did I just step into? Right. Well, well, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know. They, they, they had new members, and they were going up, and they were signing up to join the KKK. <laughs> I didn't know. I just figured I was at the house sleeping over there with my friend. I didn't want to look like an outsider, so I figured, hey, this is something I'm supposed to do. I went up, and I signed the ledger. So now, the the friend of mine, who who knows me, he knows I'm an Italian from New York. He comes running after I signed it. He goes, you know what you just did? I said, no. He said, you just joined the Ku Klux Klan. I said, I said, I did? I right? said, I did. Now I got all nervous because I joined the Ku Klux Klan. I thought I was going to get killed. Is right? the mafia only one way out? Yeah, the only one way out. Yeah. I said, I just joined the Klan. You can't get out now. Oh so I was in freak out mode all night long. All night long. <laughs> I'm sleeping at his house. I'm like, oh my God, I got to wear a white hood. Oh my God. I all- oh my God, I was in freak out mode. The next morning, I wake up and his father's there and his father apologized to me. Very, very nice man, right? Mm-hmm. And he apologized to me and I said, listen, I can't say his name. And he said, I said, look, I signed that book. He goes, I know, I know, I know. He says, as soon as I saw you did that, I, I went up and I scratched your name off. I said, oh, thank God. Uh. So for about 16 hours, I was part of the Ku Klux Klan. Ask him about so, finishing out the football what the season. Fuck? He Where's the fuck? Dude. Oh, my God. Go on, Bob. I had my headphones out. Oh, what I, I was saying was, here. yeah, ask him about, uh, I think, because so, I, on, Danny. I think he said he yeah. finished the football season and almost won an award and then started playing baseball. And that's when he realized he, he almost got caught. Bobby says you finished the football season and almost won an award and then started playing baseball for the same school, supposedly. I almost, I was actually up for a defensive player of the year. <laughs> on the, on the, I was in the running part. Uh, on the team. So now I'm really freaking out. My friends are dying hysterical, laughing that this is going on. Right. And and thank God I didn't win it. Oh my God. <laughs> then we're, then I then they, they challenged me to do baseball. I said, Okay, you wanna challenge me? I'll go to the baseball team. <laughs> I walked on the baseball team. Right? And don't you know, Tom, you know one time in your life you'll get a shot. 
You'll, you'll never hit again. I, uh, yes, I know. It, we, me and my friends still talk about Yes, yes. That one okay. yes. Okay, so now I'm... Hold on, let me just get quieter. Oh. You're good. So um, I go to the walk-on tryout for the baseball team, and I'm a lefty. The short portion right field, and don't you know it? I hit that shot. Yeah. <laughs> and not only once, I hit, I hit two of them. I hit two fucking bombs. Oh, my and, God. And I, and I was playing, you know, outfield. I'm, I'm shagging balls. I'm playing center. I'm playing. I'm playing like I was Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays combined. All right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's how it was. Okay, sure. Mickey Mantle and, and Willie Mays dude, combined. I, I played so good that day. And I hit those two monster shots. And it looked even farther because it was a short portion right field. So, I, and I believe it was like 305 or 295 or something like that. It wasn't like super, super long. But, um. He played so, like. Uh, <laughs> what? Who did you say he played like? Was it Babe Ruth Mickey and Willie Mantle Mays? And Willie Mickey Mays. Mantle and Willie Mays combined. They had a retarded yeah. stepchild. Well, because Mickey yeah, Mantle exactly. played the outfield really good. <laughs> yeah. And Willie Mays can hit a home run. Yeah, because Willie Mays really didn't good. have the catch. Yeah, they both could play the <laughs> yeah Willie, Mays, <laughs> Willie Mays didn't play the outfield that good, Dan. You're right. He's only got <laughs> he the greatest play, catch. He wasn't as good as Mickey Mantle in the, the history of baseball. Yeah. But he wasn't as good as Mickey Mantle in the outfield overall. Right. Okay. So anyway, he was great. And Mickey Mantle couldn't anyway. hit home runs, Bob. It's <laughs> <laughs> like literally like eighth all time. <laughs> but not like Willie Mays. I'm pretty sure Willie Mays is better defensively and Mickey Mantle hit more over. He's got it backwards. <laughs> so, but anyway, anyway, carry on. Carry on, plan master. Anyway, so um, I'm about to, I'm really, you know, the coach is like, dude, where'd this guy come from? I want to, you know, I want to sign him. He's the grandmaster of the KKK. That's what he came from. Meanwhile, you know, so now two of the players on the team started questioning, who mm-hmm. is this guy? Mm-hmm. I've never seen him in school. Who is this guy? And they were questioning. Once they did that, I ran for the hills. Oh. You got out of dodge, huh? Said, no, he said he ran off into the sunset. And I told the coach that yeah, I yeah you, Bob said you, your original. I had a whole MO. I was taking uh, international studies mm-hmm. with my major. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my major, and I had all the teachers' names. Uh-huh. And the classes I was in. Uh-huh. Well, Bob so, said. Bob said when you originally told the story in the Discord that, and I wasn't there for it, that you said you rode off into the sunset, not ran for the hills. Okay, I rode off into the sunset, ran into same fucking thing. No, completely <laughs> no, different things. Completely different things. Grandmaster. Okay, you want me to repeat my? I rode off into the sunset. Does there that you. make you happy? Yeah, it does. It does. If that's how you're gonna pretend, that, I mean. The combination of Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle walked out of the KKK and rode off into the sunset after a 500-foot homer. That sounds better. Your no, life's a, a fucking three, movie. About a, three, about a 3.30 shot. Whose life would make a crazier movie, Danny? Mine or yours? Oh, your life. Your life. I, no, my life was very eventful. Very eventful. Right. So, he does have a lot of stories from his early 20s. Yeah, yeah. His, his life would make a better um, cable movie. My life would make a better, like, HBO cult. series or something. Yeah, like HBO series yeah, or Netflix series yeah. or something like Yours that. Yours would be like uh, California. My life would make a great comedy show because I got, I got 
into comedy. Well, now he's a comedian. Doing funny things without even trying. Now he's a fucking. Oh, comedian. now he got into comedy without trying. Yeah, no, yeah, now he's now he's a fucking stand-up comic. Uh, fucking Danny Maniscalco, whatever no, the fuck his name is. I just always did stupid things for the fun of it. Right. And now, so, and now you're uh, now you're a comedian on the No Mercy podcast with your nephew. But Danny, anything so, else you'd like to share? Before we get out of here, um, with well, the hope, people. I hope the KKK don't come after me now. Um, well, you know, we'll, uh, Do I... it was a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. Like a Christmas memory. Yeah, <laughs> now let's see how this one works out. But, but uh, I, had to, I had to tell the story as quick as possible. You did. We need content, Danny, even if your life is on the line. We need content. Danny like saw they the start... video was 15 minutes long. He's like, I gotta, yeah. these stories out quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, Dan, anything else you'd like to tell the listeners? You'd like to tell me or Bob? Any Festivus? Any warm wishes? Anything you want to share before we, before we shut you down? Hi, Danny, no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear him, Bob? Yeah. Hi, Danny, yeah. no mercy. Oh, you don't have a Christmas story or a memory uh, about it? You don't have a Christmas story or anything? What? You don't have a Christmas story or anything? Um, if I had the time, yeah, but I don't have the time. Oh, he's too busy for us now, Bob. No. He's big time in us. He okay. comes in here to promote his shit. You know, he comes in here to drop his fucking Twitter handle uh, at at Danny at Danny at Danny B No Mercy, and uh, he comes in here to drop his handle. You have to go on the. He doesn't even realize I just gave the wrong handle out. Oh. <laughs> You know, because I'm, oh. I'm usually in my car just waiting. Oh, okay. So I have more time to flow. Oh, okay. So in our, in our Discord, why don't you plug this site or, or the, the place they go to find the Discord, Danny, like a good co-host would to win co-host of the year. Gilded? No. Four Deep? Four Deep, Danny. That's what you say. Like, that's, you should yeah, say, like, hey, you should say, hey, I usually do a better job in the Discord because I got a lot of time and it's late at night. So go to number four, Deep dot com and click on join discord and you can hear uncle danny all hours of the night coming home after plow team six is off work there you go you just did a beautiful job all right there you go that's how you plug danny all right so uh so final words danny what final words what do you got what do you want to leave with um nothing really how i'm about- just pissed off i'm a little upset over the whole trump thing mm-hmm. otherwise otherwise to all my guys, gals, and gays, mm-hmm. you have a wonderful uh, evening. America, Merry Christmas, maybe. And a Merry Christmas, and it's not going to be Happy New Year because that fucking scumbag Biden's in. <laughs> and that other, that other piece of shit Kamala is in. Bob wants to know what you think of Don Lemon. <laughs> Don Lemon... All right, that's it for Danny. <laughs> oh my! You notice as he's getting more time on the show, now he's like, you know, that actor in the trailer that has all these fucking demands. Like, oh, I mean, I listen, act before three because I can't get in my flow. It's the story of my life, Bob. It's the story <laughs> of my life. It's the you know, with us both being uh, Rudolphs, you know, you're gonna have to experience it now that you're. Uh, so I should, I should end. On oh, some compliments oh, for you. Okay, I'm going to end on some compliments, okay. Bob. All right, I'm going right. to end on some compliments, right? right? We did our Festivus, and I know me and you are used to it because we shred each other all day and all night. Yeah. But I'm sure there's some listeners going, oh, God, dude. Bobby. So, uh, Bob, I'd like to tell you in the holiday spirit, uh, and I've texted you something similar to this, but I'll say it on air. I'm actually very proud of you. 
Uh, you've come a long way from a business perspective. We all know you're very talented and you're very gifted at the media and the memes and all that stuff. But I am shocked, uh, and, and not in a negative way, in a positive way. I'm positively shocked at how you have taken the reins of the back-end stuff that no one sees that they will be seeing shortly. The team, the reins, the content, and uh, from a business perspective, how you are becoming a man right before our eyes. And hopefully in 2021, you'll be able to shed the name Beta Bob. You'll never be Alpha Bob, but we will shed the name Beta Bob and you will just be Bob. So I'm really proud of you, my friend. Okay, so I'm going to say two things. First, thank you. And, and second, I'm trying to think of how you're manipulating this in order to <laughs> pay me less. <laughs> in order to pay me less. <laughs> Are you giving me Are more titles? I'm figuring that, you know, we're coming close on January. Like, there's two big days in January for me, January 15th and January 20th. January 20th is the potential inauguration, uh, which which I don't believe will happen of Joe Biden. So that won't happen. So it'll be Trump or Biden at that point. And five days before that is is the time Bob quits. So, yeah, so that, (laughs) that may not hurt. To fluff you a little bit between no. now and then so that you don't start coming and asking for a raise again. No, on, on a serious note, I appreciate that. And um, to throw it back at you, um, a couple- I don't want it back. Yeah, I know you do. And I'm, I'm sure you're going to yeah, take this and okay, run with go. it for the next two years. So okay, this is the go. only time I'm going to probably compliment you on air. Um, Tommy, you have a unique way of drawing people in to a community like I've never seen. And also- when you say you're going to do something, you get it done. Like a year ago when you said, I'm going to have 200,000 Twitter followers. I'm going to be talking to this person. I'm going to get this person on the show. I'm going to have this company. I was like, you are an idiot. You are crazy. And all the things that you've said have you visualized are, are being manifested right now. Um, I also have noticed that, you know, when you're in the chats and it, it seems like you're not working and I joke that you're just work, not working, um, you know, you're just in there partying and, and watching sports. No, there is a calculated nature to it. You've built a really cool community. Um, we've got a lot of cool people that were are now lifetime community members that we're building. So your ability to bring people in, even when you did your own Gilded stream, like 500 people just out of nowhere, you just sent a simple tweet. So um, the power of the Tommy tweet, the power of the the Tommy Instagram page, um, you know, it's, it's something like I haven't seen. So I'm, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Awesome. And uh, if you want, I mean, I know there's probably so many more compliments that you want to give me. So feel free to sprinkle them in at the end of every show. Mm. I think. This, and this that's why I don't thing. compliment you. Very- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at taking compliments. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, I thought so, I thought you were trying to manipulate me the whole time. You no, were- I really wanted to. T- I really am proud of you. Like no. you've been doing a great job because everyone knows you're really talented. But. You know, you really have done a great job taking the reins. For, and that's why I feel so uh, comfortable festivusing you on the yeah. other shit. Because uh, so it was, you know, we, that's um, really how you were this summer. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it really is. Um, do we uh, compliment Kurt or Danny? No. I agree. No. Well, we can compliment Janet. Oh, yeah. I say we compliment Janet. I would so, love to. Uh, so I'm going to compliment Janet by saying that she is uh, the rock amongst us she is the one who can bounce between being friends of the lowest members of the community she brings the members of the community onto her podcast that's why you guys really need to get over to the discord and everything because you know even if it's not on no mercy janet's brought tons of people as literally after like a week or two of talking to them if they got something cool and interesting to provide or say she brings them right onto her podcast which you know is a big podcast it was so big that it got banned you know from certain outlets 
Um, so she's the mother of No Mercy. Janet, we love you. We appreciate you. Um, if you want more Janet, she's all over the Discord. She's in there all the day, all the time, doing the Knowledge Den at 2 p.m. And she's kind of the, uh, the gel that keeps this together when we start losing our minds and fighting amongst the family. So Janet, we appreciate you. We love you. Merry Christmas to you and your family. And I'm extremely happy to have you on board and as a partner uh, in this venture. So that is uh, my Merry Christmas to Janet and Bob. Yeah, I mean, there's not much more to be said. You said it all, um, but I'll just kind of, you know, uh, add on to it. You know, she's fantastic researcher. Um, she helps put out a lot of fires. She does a lot of hard research, a lot of good work. And like you were saying about the community building, you know, building that she does, just like what Tommy does, she's involved and ingrained in the discord and she buys into the community aspect and takes, like Tommy said, even if somebody doesn't have a podcast of their own or a show of their own or written a book, if they're just a cool member that has something cool to say, she'll bring you on her show. Um, and I'll plug it at Deplorable Nation. Uh, it's a really cool podcast, and every week it's something different. So she's she's uh, very well researched on a wide variety of things. I think that's why people like her a lot too. So uh, there will be a lot yeah. more of her as well. Yeah, and I know I speak for Bob when I say that. Um, I know it's not Thanksgiving, so but you know holiday season. This is a time to be grateful and, and thankful and, and get everything out. Uh, all of you listening to the podcast, I mean, this is literally something that me and Bobby. Um, kind of came together. This was a sports podcast, as you guys know. And me and Bobby used to sit on the phone and talk conspiracies. And Bobby was my conspiracy sensei, as I tell everyone. He was kind of the one that would just, you know, smoke weed. And I'd be like, Bobby, what the fuck is adrenochrome? You know, like, I didn't even know what adrenochrome was. Bobby's the one who told me about it, right? And for years, me and Bobby have been having these. It's usually New Year's Day, so we might have another one coming this year, Bob. But it's usually New Year's Day. Me and Bobby spend about 12 hours on the phone talking shit. Uh, just talking about nonsense and aliens and the moon and conspiracy. And it started off as me going like, hey, Bob, maybe we'll give you a 15-minute segment. Kurt was involved too. Kurt and me both were like, that would be brilliant. And it basically turned into this whole fucking monster of a machine where, you know, before we started getting shadow banned as recently as July, we were ranked number five on iTunes. You know, like yeah. that was insane. I never thought that would be possible. And that is possible because especially with how fucking disorganized we are and episodes don't come out for weeks and days and all that shit. So the loyalty amongst you guys and seeing how you guys gravitated to this, grab this and have taken it and have given us the motivation and excitement to, you know, keep doing this and make it bigger and better and grow it 10 times what it's going to be in 2021 once the site launches. But appreciate all you guys that out there listen consistently and tell your friends and tweet us and, and Instagram us and do all that. And then especially the real, real No Mercy hardcores who are in the Discord, who will be the VIP members and the gangsters at 4Deep when the site drops um, anytime now. But really appreciate you guys. Love you guys. That's the reason why I stay in there till six in the morning drinking bottles of Jameson with you guys and just shooting the shit. Why Janet stays in there with you. Danny's coming in all the time. Bobby's in there all the time. Like the reason we do it is for you guys because of you guys. If it was boring and it sucked and you guys were shit, I wouldn't fucking stay in there for anyone. So uh, I know I speak for everyone on staff and everyone who's a part of this that Without you guys, um, none of this would be possible. And this 2021 is going to be monstrous. Um, I know the site's taken a while, but I'm fairly certain it's going to blow the fucking doors off any of your expectations. We could have launched an average site um, in September. 
Uh, we're not doing that. We're not trying to be average. We're trying to be the number one community for this type of information and knowledge and, and community as a whole. And uh, I think we now have the mechanism to do that. And it's just, just days away. So love you guys and appreciate you guys and thank you guys. And uh, we're both very grateful for you guys consistently tolerating our bullshit and our nonsense. Yeah. And, you know, like you were saying, and you said it great, um, we have a community of loyal uh, followers, family. I like to say family. It's more of an Italian thing. Mm -hmm. And um, it's the most intelligent, creative, funny, sarcastic, you know, group of people that I've ever been around. Horny, so, horny, horny also. Yeah, horny. Let's add horny because we had to put NSF. Yes, but it's yes, like all of those horny. combined, and like you know, that's the type of people I want to be around. You know, so it's it's really awesome to see that. But you know, I learn as much from everybody as you know people think that they may learn from us. So it's right. it's, it's really cool to see this community grow. And if the site's anything like the podcast, it's going to be extremely successful. Because I remember there was a time where Tommy and Kurt were like, "We're going to get you on the podcast. You know, just be patient." Be patient we gotta make sure our ducks are in a row and then once we hit the ground running you know like what tommy said when we hit number five that was the first time when i realized like oh, okay like we're doing something pretty unique and special yeah that so was thanks, that was Ted. a pretty weird that was a weird day when to see us ahead of vspn and barstool and all that kind of stuff so that was that was right that was awesome and when i tell you that this site and i don't even like calling it a site because it is a community it is a family it's uh we're creating an environment over there it's it's going to blow the fucking doors off anything you've seen. There is nothing like what we have being built. And uh, once we build it, you will come. So if you're not there already, you'll see. But uh, for Bob's Lessons, I am Tommy G. For Uncle Danny, for the Bod, for Janet, for Ben, for everyone else on the staff and the team. Uh, good luck and stay questioning, motherfuckers. And Merry Christmas. Well, Tommy's making a drink. He's stirring it twice. He's four drinks deep on Jameson with ice Cause no mercy is coming to town With Bobby who sings, he talks and he plays He's telling us space is fake and is gay Cause no mercy is coming to town Just begin, cause we're all now four drinks deep. Well, you better tune in, you better subscribe. And Michelle Obama's really a guy, cause no mercy is coming to town. Let's get weird.